The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hi, and thanks for downloading the Sunranto Show, which is brought to you by all of our Patreon supporters, who we call the Super Ranters. For more information how you can become a Super Ranter and listen to the Sunranto Show early and ad-free, join our Patreon campaign and support us at patreon.com slash sunranto. Do it today, and you'll never have to hear me ask you again. Here's the show. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins Sitting in the bleachers in the rain We shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game Let's go Covey Sonrento With Michael Sonrento And Crawley Sonrento and the lovable loser Sonrento With Michael Sonrento And Crawley Sonrento and the lovable losers Sonrento Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, here's the thing. If if you're going to be back on this show, we got to get you a new mic because I don't think <laughs> I mean, that literally sounded like it was going through a spaghetti strainer and then coming out through a garlic press. It's, it was awesome. It was yeah. uh totally blowing that mic out. Sounded like your amp was fucked. Uh, I crushed it all. Yeah. Well, welcome to the Sun Ranto Show. My name's Danny Rocket. I'm joined by the lovable Lucy Ears, who you just heard the strained strains of. And uh, we also have uh, Michael Cotton, straight from the library. Straight from the library. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're nerdy like that. And then we got Billy DeVore from the new Nasty Boys podcast, and he's here to join us and talk about the Reds <laughs> scoring the most runs since 1999. Uh, against the Chicago Cubs. Um, this show is brought to you by our 112 Patreon supporters. Thank you very much for being a part of the Sunranto show. Um, I guess, I guess, uh, Billy DeVore thought, hey, that's as good as it's going to get for me on this show. Let's <laughs> go get out of here. I have no idea what happened with my camera. It just was like, you're done here. I was like, okay. So now I switched to my terrible Mac camera. So. Uh, here. <laughs> you, you actually look more handsome with the worst camera, so don't worry about it. Um, and as always, hashtag chance in the chat, and you could win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me in the mail. Hashtag capital C chance. And uh, I'll try to remember to uh, do. Oh, wait, oh, you know what? I didn't even set it up. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Um, well, let's talk about this. Uh, this damn uh, red series, shall we? Um, boy, uh, we called it. I'll tell you that a much. Split. Can, it was can a I, split. Can, can I play the? I, I need to play the clip of us being really smart. Here we go. Do we have to take it rectally? Yes. <laughs> let's, let's take our temperature. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking a split. Me too. 
boring ass split. That's what's going to happen. Well, we're but we're all boring this year. We're not trying, so let's just split it. Yeah, you take I'm half. Say, I get half. I'm going to say a split, it, but each split is going to be ridiculously lopsided. Like each game, mm-hmm. like it's going to be ten nothing, and then they're going to lose. You know, nine to one. So, so, so not even good games to watch. I, I hate this. I, I I feel like I shouldn't say this. I think the Cubs are going to go three and one. They're they're just for whatever reason they seem to play better away from Wrigley. Well, I got one thing to say about it. First, first of all, that's why, of- Craw- that's why Crawley got fired. Exactly. Get him out of here, dude. <laughs> we're over you, man. Yeah. I, I will say there are three of us on this show right now that were absolutely correct, and one person that's not here that was wrong and is on a different show <laughs> called, called Fly the W, which, well, I, uh, which I can't I, wait to listen to, actually. Yeah, I totally forgot that I I called some lopsided victories as well. You like, did. I they were, what was there at eleven and eleven to four, and then uh, tw- uh, yeah, whatever happened today, and then twenty to five. Yeah, <laughs> oh, 20, yeah. Uh, well, and also I called it. I was like, you guys are gonna light up Tyler Malley. He doesn't pitch well at home. Yeah, and, and you were right about that. Lit too. up. Yeah, and the thing I, I thought Cotton like you had it the the best it was the, the lopsided victory the, like did it it I mean but that kind of lopsided did you mean it like that did you mean twenty to five <laughs> Yes I mean I said ten to one nine to one like I didn't know it was going to be that much but uh, and I also I think I also meant every game was going to be that way and I think what two of them were lopsided and two of them were competitive so yeah. I'm only no. I'm all. I'm always right. Just right <laughs> I was. I was going to say half right, but no. One hundred percent. This in from the chat from David Elliott. Jesus, Lyle. It still sounds <laughs> awful. Are you lose, using leftover empty cans? And I. Are you using leftover empty cans from the restaurant? God damn it! That better. You, you know what? Just use the. Just use the audio on your phone itself. I, I am. That, That's what I'm doing now. Uh, oh. All right. Well, it sounds exact. Go out and come back in or something. I don't know. What to I you. think it's. I think that's what COVID sounds like. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> is is he using walkie talkies from 1983? Yeah. Did he Take, pull the antenna out from his from his his hang down he's got going on? Terry breaker breaker nine nine. I'd like to talk about the Cubs. <laughs> Terry writes in. So if anyone wonders what happened to Max Headroom, he's on this podcast. <laughs> So, uh, well, uh, so the Cubs were outscored in this one, uh, especially today, but the overall was 32 to 26. So that's not like a close margin of error, but it certainly is a fuck ton of runs. (laughs) Well, it doesn't help when your run margin in one game is 15. So that kind of tilts it a little bit. Yeah. Well, I want to know what happened to the unwritten rules. (laughs) <laughs> Andrelton Simmons went out there, and you guys took his ass to the woodshed. <laughs> well, and then he also tried to drill Kyle Farmer in the head. <laughs> I think he, when you've got a, when you've got a shortstop pitching, I don't yeah. think anybody's trying listen, to hit anybody. Listen, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he was trying to do anything but just get that game over with. Like, <laughs> if somebody just goes up here and pitches. It, it, you know, but here's my thing. We've talked about this a little bit on my other podcast with Sarah Sanchez. You get the position player in there pitching in the blowout. And like, I feel like it happened so much now. Like it barely ever happened when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. like, and 
it's, no, I don't, I'm over it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? I, I kind of am too. Joe Madden's really kicked it into high gear with the Cubs back in the 2015-2016, and that's when it was it's sort of cute. new. It was, it was a lovable team. Everybody was into it. But, and then everybody jumped on that bandwagon, and they're like, oh, Joe's smart. Like, let's just save our bullpen by throwing out our fifth left fielder. I don't know. Right, and it's also because of bullpen usage in general. When you have a starter that's only going four and a third or most five max. And, and it's you, planned that way. Right, exactly. And they're worried about pitch counts in May for a team that's going to finish 22 games under 500. <laughs> so, like... And same with us. So, like, now they're just more worried about the next day, and instead of the quality of the product that's on the field, they're thinking and two, three. Why, and, why carry, and why carry so many pitchers if you're just not going to use them? Let's let's have more DHs. Oh, my God. Someday you're going to get your wish. We're going to have three on the we, roster. We're going to have nine <laughs> defensive players and nine offensive players. And, and, and nine and, pitchers. <laughs> Nobody will do two things at once. It's it's going to be, you know, like the 1926 Bears playing well, both ways. Let me ask you, I mean, the Red Sox, you, you're you mostly a, you're a Red Sox fan. You're living out east now, and you're in last place, right? Yeah. I mean, for second to last because you got the Orioles, right? Or the yeah. Orioles were in it for a moment. Like, but, not yeah, it, but, but I mean, the Orioles aren't even a major league baseball team. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but you hey, are still losing. Trying. Yeah, they're trying. They're bring, they brought up Adley Rushman. How neat! Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, it's great for you. But but the Red Sox, like they're in a similar position. Although I think that they were supposed to be slightly better. But it's a tough division. But like, are you guys clowning around like out there like this and having position players pitch like every other day? And no, I mean it. It's I mean they've won seven of their last ten, so they're kind of they've turned it on. Trevor Story's on fire. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah days or something um but i i don't think so it was kind of like sinking ship and everybody was panicking and 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 you know are we gonna fire the coach are we gonna do this so i think they were pretty uh they they were treating it like playoff time because they were just doing everything they could to try to get a win out of every game oh my god i wish we had a team like that instead we've got a we've got a fan base that's just like well they saved uh Forty-seven hundred dollars, and so I guess it's good. Let's yeah. just let's just keep playing this team. Let's keep paying for those twelve-dollar beers. No problem. Just Ricketts. Is like, oh, yeah, him. baby. We say, hey guys, the Ricketts saved themselves fifty million dollars this year. Good for them. I like yeah. this team. Yeah. Have you seen the Pelicans? Well, They're yeah. awesome. And, and, and They'll I'd, be able to put in four sports books coming by 2026 <laughs> with the it, $50 million they saved. And, and we do kind of have that issue with the fan base right now because a lot of people, uh, there's two things going on. They're playing fantasy sports a lot, and so they're like cosplaying as owners, at which point they're just like, oh, they're saving a lot of money. I'm like, it's not your money, or kind of <laughs> is, but like have them spend your money, not like – Go out and I don't know what they're doing. It trying to buy a a, a football team or a, a soccer team. 
Or, and then the other thing you got going on is people that are in love with the idea of prospects and prospects are everything and they're just the most exciting thing. And for those of us that have been around a long time, we're like, dude, do you know how many prospects come up and then they suck? Like, I've seen millions of these dudes or they come on for a couple of years and they do okay. But, like, it's hard to go from being a prospect to being a real major leaguer. And for me, I'm just like, listen, I'm not going to get excited about a single-A guy that hit a home run off another single-A guy. It's well, just you know, not that interesting. You also, there's this recency bias, too, with Cubs fans, Danny. I mean, you and I were sitting in the stands in 14, 15, when all these young cats were coming up, and every single one of them hit a home run in their first at-bat. Every single one of them. And it, yeah. and they all just became pretty great players. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Chris Albert Almora, first-round pick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, Chris Bryant's I mean, not really playing baseball anymore. Javi <laughs> kind of sucks right now. Uh, you know, so, I mean, but – that's neither here nor there. They, they crush the souls of those guys. Of course, they're not yeah. going to play good. But, Danny, to your point, you know, you don't know what's going to happen to these guys. Poor Ed Howard. Uh, I think he lost his hip. I think it just fell out of his body. It fell out of his pocket. And <laughs> who knows what's going to happen when he comes back, if he comes back. I mean, sadly, it's that bad of an injury, it sounds like. It is. No, he's out for the entire year. And, you know, he probably will come back and he's young or probably heal and they've you know the cubs have the best trainers in baseball we know that from years and years of complaining <laughs> yeah. about it <laughs> here's here's the example from our side which is nick senzel i mean he was highly touted the thing that that he was most uh most known for was his durability like never missed a game in high school and in college and then he gets to the red system he has everything that could go wrong like sprained ankle sprained knee uh he even got uh what's that inner ear and Infection that makes you all loopy. Oh, tinnitus? Uh, uh, no. no. Yeah, I know what you mean. You like uh, vertigo. vertigo. He got, yeah. he got fucking vertigo. I mean, like you just never know these guys. So, whatever. But also, you run the risk of even if you sign a big free agent. Look at what Nick Castellanos is doing right now in Philadelphia. Is bat two forty seven, and he's off his rocker. Like baseball's so wildly unpredictable, and the only thing that we can do is sit back and watch the rich get richer. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. That's, well, and, and what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? <laughs> oh, yeah, right out of our fucking playbook. Little, Where are you going to go? Little Yoko writes in. Soccer. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> Cincinnati FC, they got that big new stadium downtown. They're like, we're just going to walk over there. It's, it's incredible. It's place. Um, Little Yumper writes in, those in love with prospects weren't here for Josh Fitters, Corey Patterson, Brooks, Brooks Kieschnick. <laughs> Robin Jennings, Roosevelt Brown, or Felix P.A. Remember when Felix P.A. twisted his testicle? Oh, Felix P.A., man. That poor fucker. <laughs> or how about Junior Lake? He's most he... famous for twisting his testicle. How? What was he doing? Sneezing? <laughs> no, that's Sammy Sose. That's, <laughs> that's it. A Facebook user who I don't know who this is says, they gave us a Fergie statue what, you want them to win, too? You know how much a statue costs? <laughs> that's, um, that's, why they, that's why they haven't been talking to Wilson Contreras. They have yeah. statues to build. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, let's get into some of these games. Michael, do you want to do some poems? Did you remember that we were going to maybe do that tonight? Yes, but I could not upload them because right. uh, I was just busy. Okay. But I, I have them here on my phone. Oh, yeah, well, so, well you could read them. But yeah. I, I, I'm going to play a little music in the background that I that you d object to because we talked about it on the phone today. But I, I think this one will be good. Are you ready? Okay, hold on. 
My phone is being <laughs> slow. All right. I'm going to play the music. This, this music comes with StreamYard. <laughs> I, it's like it's really kind of terrible stock music. All right. I love it. Cubs poem 40. Chicago 5, Arizona 4. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling this. Yes, it is a good one. <laughs> Wade Miley, okay again. Piggyback with Keegan. Getting lucky for the win. Pat and Frank, back to back. Double dongs off their bats. Getting Cubs back on track. There you go, baby. The, the sweet soul sounds of the 70s. That sounds more like better <laughs> late nineties. Listen, I got I gotta say, Danny, if you weren't taking all the proceeds from the show and putting them up your fucking nose, we could have transitioned there. <laughs> and it would have been like Michael in a fucking like leather chair and a smoking jacket with a fireplace, <laughs> a fucking single spot on him, a leopard at his feet, and bodacious naked women on either side. Like what are we doing here? Yeah, I, you know, I I think you just described you guys. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to do that with uh, my my Cubs Miss Carol this year. Yeah, we'll get a better, great. We'll get a better grease creep form. Don't you worry about it. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to grab my bongo drum for next time. Yeah. I'm prepared. It's, we're going live, baby. Um, so uh, <laughs> let's let's take a look at this box score here. Uh, and you said Miley, but it was Smiley. That picture. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just saying, just uh, you know, I don't, don't want to blow you up on the spot. I got a little. <laughs> it's it's really confusing, um, but it, yeah, it, it really is. You Smiley know, these... pitched in this one. He uh, he did okay. I mean, he got into the sixth, four hits, uh, or four hits, only three runs, two walks, five Ks. Did give up the two home runs. ZRA is now hovering around four, and then like. Daniel Norris, who I keep forgetting is on this team until I'm like, wait, is that Jeff? Is that left-handed uh, Jake Arrieta? And it's not <laughs> Daniel Norris. It, uh, the, uh, a little-known fact: son of Chuck Norris. Oh, I didn't. Oh. That must be why he's good at karate chopping uh, the ends of baseball games and making the Cubs lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he's better at roundhouse kicks than he is at pitching. Yes, but well, yeah, I'm with you, Danny. Every single time Norris comes out there, I'm always like. Who's this guy again? He's he, I mean, he's played in like, I don't know, 20 games, and I still don't recognize him every time he comes out. Yeah, it's just left-handed Jake, Jake Arrieta. And then uh, for the Reds, we had Vlad Gutierrez, who, uh, I mean, I, I, I hear by that uh, horse sound you made that you did not approve. <laughs> it really was a horse sound. Sorry, he brings me pain now. He used he was solid until his arm fell off in late September, but he is just hurling up 82-mile-an-hour change-ups down the heart of the plate, and it's hard to watch. Yeah, he gives up four through four on four hits. He did strike out five in the two walks. Um and uh, gave up the one home run. Who, who did he give that up to? That was that. That was the. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, it was Patrick Wisdom. Oh yeah, it was Wisdom. Right. I was gonna say it was Hat, but like uh, he got robbed by Senzel. Uh, future. Yeah. Like, so a couple of great plays out there by Senzel in this uh, series. Uh, this one featured a uh, ball that uh, a foul ball that landed in a cup. That was chugged by somebody, which if you think about the odds of it even landing near a person in that stadium right now, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, because now we uh, we are number one in lowest attendance in the National League. We're, I think we're probably number go? two. 
Where else are you going to go? I don't know. Stay home, watch it on TV with that TV money you're raking in. That's what you're going to do. Uh, yeah. I, I love the beer catch. Like I, But it wasn't even a catch, though. He was. It felt like he wasn't even near his beer. His friend was like, "Oh my God, your beer just caught him." Landed in the cup holder of the yeah. like the beer was in a cup holder. It landed in the beer, and then uh, the, and then he drank it out of the cup holder. I don't even know if it was which, his beer. We don't. Even which know. is more impressive because of the way that the cup holders are angled. It's back, so the ball had to come in and then loop back down and in. Wow. It's the new ball. It's the it's the new <laughs> dead ball that just finds its beer. Who's what one thing? of these? Yeah, I've got the, one. The, yep, the, the, it's the, weird. Here, here, throw it at your wall and see what it does. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lyle, uh, do you remember who started that chugging thing? I feel like it was Chicago, but or, or was it or was it like a Yankees thing? Like, who would lay claim to that? Like. Whereas, like, the wave I was begun by San Diego. Because it was, like, three in one season. Mm-hmm. And there was, I like, remember that happening with the Cubs, done. yeah. But I don't know if they started it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, the Cubs had a lot of opportunities. They did let – I mean, it could have been a lot worse for Vlad. Like, he – you know, he uh, got out of some bases loaded jams. Um Let's see. I I, I enjoyed uh, I've enjoyed watching Al Mora have balls flying over his head. That was exciting <laughs> to see. I, 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 he's a good outfielder, but uh, you know, fuck him. He he was kind of he was an asshole to Crawley. He um he, he, <laughs> good. Yeah, got <laughs> fired. <laughs> exactly. We need only Al Mora stands on this show. Uh, um, but I, I, you know, the Cubs were the Cubs were hitting, you know, in this game, and for for the most part, it was like kind of fun to see. It was like the Cubs that we had that we missed, like the like the these were the Cubs that could string the innings together. They go four for eleven with Risp. Um, they. They only had eight hits, but they take. They took five walks. They did strike out thirteen times in this game, but um, yeah, it was it was a good showing. And uh, is this the one where Morel played shortstop? I think it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it was like his. It was his fourth position in the first five games, and nobody done that since fucking baseball was invented or something. They love that shit. They they get so into it, and they'll tell you about it twelve times during the game. It's like, I mean, everybody plays eight positions now. Like that just is yeah. a thing that they never did forever. Did you hear that Frank Schwindel is the emergency backup catcher? <laughs> I was like, oh god. <laughs> I think just because people tend to throw balls at him in the in the locker room, and he catches some of them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's kind is of the job is the first baseman. I mean, if you're standing up. Yeah, you just get to wear a chest protector and a hockey mask. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's why I did it. I'm like, oh, a costume? Woo! <laughs> Doing Sign this. me up. But, uh, <laughs> exactly. I would love somebody to actually wear, like, a Jason hockey mask out there sometime. That would be fun. Well, Morell, I mean, the thing about him playing shortstop, not only does it show off the versatility of what he can do, but he went and got a ball. Like, I saw in the highlights, he just goes almost like – up the left field line and uh, and caught a, a ball up there. And it's just like we hadn't seen that kind of happening from like your Nico Horner where it's just like the range is so much better. So I'm like – He is a well, – magi- He's white? Yeah. He's a magical mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> 
Very no, hardy. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's right. I mean, just he he got compared to Javi in some ways. He's hitting. He's hitting every single one of these games I think he's in. Um, yeah. And I don't know, like. If you, <laughs> so, so he's not like Javi in that sense. <laughs> well, I don't, we haven't. We've seen a, even a little pop out of him. He's got the two home runs on the year so far. Um, I mean, this guy come, kind of comes out of nowhere. He's not on anybody's prospect list, and just because he's on the forty man, he gets a shot because Simmons was hurt. But now you're looking it around, and, and surprisingly, at a you'd rather see Morrell play, and you're like, well, I guess you signed Anderson Simmons and Nico Horner's back, and then David Bodie's going to come back, and you're like, why? Like, yeah. somebody's got to go, and it's they're going to send Morrell down, and then our T-shirt sales for the Morrell shirt are going to plummet. <laughs> and, you know, at, at that point, I mean, I'll be like, um, what are we going to do? By the way, here is the Morrell T-shirt that just dropped <laughs> – on uh, in the clutch shirts, which is it is such a great shirt. Um, and if you go to in the clutch shirts, use Sunranto Sunranto as your code, and uh, you can actually uh, get ten percent off. So but. here's something interesting I just looked up on Baseball Savant about Morrell. Uh, he is in the eighty three eighty third percentile for max exit velocity, and he's in the ninety fourth percentile for sprint speed. This so is how we talk about babies. He's in the he's in the ninety fourth percentile for length, and yeah. his, his shit are in the eighty fifth percentile of <laughs> my baby Dude, is the best. I'm just trying to help your guys' case here, okay? Yeah, to keep him up, but that's what I'm saying. They're going to bring back stupid David Bodie because they're paying him a million dollars or whatever. They're going to bring right. they're going to keep freaking Andrelton Simmons up, who made a couple nice plays in this uh, series, including that one. I forget which game this was, but he catches the ball and lunges for it, but he, like, can't hold on to it, so he, like, flips it back to Morrell, who catches it, which I think if it drops- I feel like he was doing that, like, he he thought that he had enough control over it, and he was just flipping it to Morrell, but they said on the broadcast that if Morrell hadn't caught that, they're not sure if that would have been an out, and that would have been a whole brouhaha if it had if he had dropped it and it had been, you know, somebody would have challenged it. And by the way, it was Hap that hit that home run in this one. That was, he hit the three run shot that broke it open to be seven to four. Cause he yeah. is, he, he is just like Mr. Cincinnati. And I, I mean, I, I mean, if you're ever going to trade for anybody, it's going to be and build around. It's freaking Ian Hap, dude. Like he's I got know, two dude. more years on the Cubs. And uh, if look at his numbers at great American ballpark. <laughs> You know that's disgusting. I'm, I'm, I'm putting it up, and, and let me tell everybody what it says. Here's a slash line: three thirty three, four thirty five, seven seventy two, for a one point two oh seven OPS, and it is not a small sample size. It is one hundred and twenty three yeah. at bats, one hundred forty five plate appearances. He's <laughs> walked twenty two times. I mean, the guy's got fourteen got home runs. Trade the guy there, but they got nothing to give back. That's not true. We have a lot to give. You have nothing. <laughs> That's not true. You guys play. We got. You want Vladimir Gutierrez? I'll give him to you. <laughs> hey, that you know. Is he cheap? And absolutely, that's that's the main prerequisite for being at the Cubs. You Lots talking about half control? <laughs> you talking about half hitting that three run homer made me look at my phone a little differently, and I realized that the poem I read was for Arizona. Oh. <laughs> That's, you're that's not even on the right. You're not even in the right. I wasn't even on the right <laughs> game. <laughs> um, 
Good thing they have a Dewey Decimal system at that library. Right, so, still so we'll actually to get out as soon as we're ready to go to the two. I'll I'll read both of them because. Well, we don't have to do that. I mean, I kind of like so much, this one. It's only so much poetry this show could take. Poems uh, in a card catalog, Michael. <laughs> he does. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I am the died. fucking poet laureate of the Chicago Cubs. That's I true. want that on it. <laughs> Nobody else has ever tried. <laughs> um, Let me go, right. oh my God. Hey, but that doesn't mean I'm not the guy. Right. <laughs> Nobody else didn't try. There's, there's one more thing I wanted to point out about this game, and that's Aquino. And he hit two dogs in this game. And, Billy, you didn't think he was even going to be on the team. And uh, because he was coming, he was only on the team because of uh, what Toronto and Almora being unvaccinated. Almora and a couple others, yeah, yeah. So he, so he comes up, and I was like, "Oh, this guy kills the Cubs." He might have actually literally saved his career against us this time. I mean, it is insane what this guy does against it. I, I, I did not uh, screenshot that, but it's pretty ridiculous. He's better than us against. Just about anybody. In fact, he's pretty good against the central. I noticed, but you know, so he's if if you can do that though, that's a lot of games. So I agree with you. I'm just just as surprised as everybody else because he just looks completely lost. Found something in Toronto, and then uh, he hit those two homer homers. And I looked over at, at uh, my wife, and I just went, "No shit, huh?" And then just kept <laughs> watching. <laughs> He's kind of your Frank Schwindel. Just when he's going down, he turns it back on. Yeah. So game two was uh, 11 to four was the final of that one. And uh, want to give us a poem? Oh, wait, yeah. wait, you need your music. Well, do you want to yeah. give us an Arizona poem or do you want to give us a Cincinnati poem? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you two Cincinnati poems here yeah. real quick. Okay, we're going we're gonna to try this one. Let's see if we like uh, this one called Into Space. All right, okay. To the Cincinnati band box and three-run rocket shots. One past the hat trick for Patrick. Smiley through six, half with the lift, looking dead red to hit. Hangers for homers, haps an owner of the GABP in Cincinnati. (laughs) Dude, we should have like a group. All right. <laughs> All right. Now here's That's forty-two. Game yeah, this, now it's game two. Yeah. I gotta, I, wait, hold on. I gotta switch your song. This is Night Drive. Oh, Ooh. This is for eleven four. Wait. All right, eleven four. Height don't measure heart. Stroman back throwing art. Schwindel going yard twice. Cubs stringing hits. Nice. That's it. That was a short one for that one. The song didn't even kick in. All right. So I had shit to do that morning, man. So Strowman, um, yeah, he he started this one against Molly. Billy, you said we'd crush him. We did. That did happen. Um, let's take a look at the Reds pitching here. Uh, oh no, that's the wrong game. Uh, this game. Uh, there's Strowman. Strowman goes five innings, four hits, uh, two earned runs, no home runs, which was nice to see, especially in the band box that is Great American Ballpark. And he managed eight strikeouts. In um, and I still think he might be working his way back. He ninety seven pitches. That's all you're gonna get out of him right now. But he also this is a second start since COVID. Um, and then the the Reds pitching. You add Molly. Yeah, he gives up eight runs. He's nine hits, three walks, struck out six, two home runs. Uh, those were Frank the Tank went oppo. 
in the he went oppo in the second i think or um first he was the top of the first first yeah he went yeah. oppo in the first and the fifth uh oppo both times which uh then i was like sitting there thinking about frank the tank and i was like you remember so here's what happened and Lyle, i don't know if you were following this or billy that he got dfa'd and he got sent to the minors right but then COVID hit the team and they needed him back right away. And he hadn't even left Chicago because he had a flat Still tire. in a bar. Yeah, he was <laughs> in a bar. And he had a, and, and he came out and it was a nail in his tire. And he's like, oh, I guess I got to get this fixed. On Monday, I, I'll leave for Iowa Monday. Well, COVID hits the team. so And they've already left for San Diego to go play them on Monday night. So they get Frank the last seat on a commercial jet to go to, to, to go to San Diego, and he ends up in the middle seat. And he's so Frank the Tank, middle seat, and it all the way out to San Diego. <laughs> and since then, he's done better, but it hasn't. It, I'll put up his numbers. This is Frank the Tank's numbers since he sat in the middle I seat. Call him middle seat Frank. Middle seat Frank. <laughs> like a gangster name. The I'm funny thing up. is, he hasn't been traveling with the team at all. They keep making him ride on commercial flights in the middle seat just to keep <laughs> the, the luck going. So yeah, since- you hit two more homers, you get to sit in the aisle seat. <laughs> <laughs> so middle seat Frank, uh, between May 9th and May 25th, uh, 16 games of time, he started 15 of them. The Cubs have won nine of them and lost seven of them since Frank the Tank's been back. Um, Frank, middle seat Frank. Um, <laughs> in uh, 59 at bat, 62 plate appearances, he's hit four home runs. Not too shabby. He struck out 13 times but only walked three times. Um, but still, you'll take that strikeout rate, 13 times strikeout, um, uh, 13 times strikeout in 59 uh, plate appearances. It's okay. Uh, he's batting 254. OBP 290, which you'd like to see come up. Slugging 509 for a 799 OPS. He's got three doubles in that span. So, I mean, yeah, keep, keep him in the middle seat. Um, here's a guy that does not want to go back down ever again. But, like, you're platooning him with Rivas right now, who's not doing terribly. Um, he's making some good – he's a better first baseman. I mean, at what point do you have – so many mediocre players that are, that are just like replacement level players that, right. that nobody's like g- that, gonna get you that aren't good enough to replace the replacement players that they should be replacing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you want to do that math again? I don't know. <laughs> no. no, I know what you mean. So you got everybody. So, so like maybe you could, at best of all possible worlds, have a five hundred team. So it, it and that's what you have as a, a as a, a squad that you're throwing out there. So, but when you have so many of these guys, I don't th- think they're blocking anybody. But I'm just curious as to who would be interested in some of these dudes that are cheap and controlled and old and maybe you know Frank the Tank can hit you 20 home runs and somebody's first baseman goes down and they need another righty bat or, bat or a lefty bat and you. Throw. I mean, even though they're young and controlled, and you're like, oh, we need to hold on to all of them because they're cheap and they're good. Maybe we don't. You know, like who cares? Yeah. Am I right, thinking about this of this right? Who Who is? I think what you're thinking is who's the 2014 Jake Arrieta that we can send one of these guys out for, 
and the and the 2014 Pedro Strope. You know, who do the Orioles have right now that we can get? Yeah, or I mean, the Orioles aren't trading for anybody just because they're not trying at all. Um, but I mean, there probably are some teams like look at the White Sox we're facing next. I mean, in in every single offense, they're done area, trading with the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> we should, we I don't think they ever want to do that again. After uh, uh, God, why can't I think of the fucking closer's name that they never Kimbrel. use? Yeah, yeah. Facebook user says cheap, controlled, and old. Sounds like my life. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Um, Bernie says Frank the Tank should uh, be the backup catcher. Well, guess what, Bernie? He is, (laughs) unfortunately, right now. We're we're one blown Wilson hamstring away from Frank the Tank actually catching at a baseball game. Well, and and somebody mentioned Tommy Listella, and I just have to say, Tommy Tommy Listella just doesn't under – he just never understood what he was supposed to do. Frank the Tank did the exact same thing, but he's like, "Yeah, hey, I had a flat tire, you know. My uh, my 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 dog ate my homework. Shit, I couldn't go. Like, I had a few days. I had to take a few days. I mean, what do you want, Tommy Estella? I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he quit on he quit on the team. He certainly and and then he was really good for other teams, which makes me even angrier. He he comes out like we never give him a chance to play. We're like, you know, Ben Zobrist is holding down the fort bet, you know, what watching his, you know, wife cheat on him and stuff and all that stuff. <laughs> and that, that hey went man, down. Cuckin', Cuckin' can win you a World Series. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Cuckin' gets rings. Is that the new yeah. shirt? <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to make of this game. It comes, comes just kept hitting in this one. There's, there was a lot of. Uh, let's put up the box score here. Uh, almost see who didn't have hits. Um, well, Suzuki didn't have any hits, but he did have two ribbies. Uh, Hap, Hap did not have a hit and struck out three times in this game, which was shocking. Wow. Um, Frank Schwindel went three for five, including the two home runs. Uh, Wisdom, he had a home run in this one too, I believe. Um, uh, this might be the one you thought. The the one thing that I did uh, notice was uh, – they put out Gesellman, Gesuckman at the end of this one, and he, man, he's bad. Like, talk about <laughs> somebody that they were trying to get something out of, but every single time he goes out there, it gets worse and worse. He looks like Jesus, but he can't turn he can't turn uh, the fish and loaves into anything that can but you know a, what? feed a crowd. He ate three innings at the end of that game. You know, I mean, yeah, he gave up the wine. <laughs> I mean, he, he gave up two runs, sure, but they, you know, they they had a cushion, and he he took up some innings, saved that bullpen. I I think that was a I think that was a positive outing for Gisuckman. I mean, it, it was a positive outing for the Cubs just because he got through it. But no, Gisuckman got tagged by Naquin in this one. Oh, and this is the one where freaking Matt Reynolds pitched. Let me put up the Reds pitching line, but he did he did way better. That was your shortstop going up there. Shortstop yeah, against. They shortstop. actually put his first name on that box score because they're like nobody's going to believe this. Nobody's shit. yeah, nobody's going to believe it's Matt Reynolds. Um, yeah, he <laughs> only gives up one run. It was earned. Um, yeah, and so he had a much better outing than uh, Andrelton Simmons did. Um, then uh, game three, I guess we can move on. Yeah, let's. Let's do it. So I think we just have audio for Lyle right now. This yeah, give me give me some music. Lyle, Lyle's 
you know, he's taking those quick breaks to uh, clear his lungs <laughs> from COVID. He's just got to clear it out a little bit. Okay, let's try this one. This one's called uh, Feeding the Ducks. <laughs> All right. Cubs strike early, then late. Not enough to overtake. Four runs by Reds. Road Hendricks, not great. Vada with the wood. Bullpen holding like it should. For the late rally. Return of Nico. One more tally. Last chance, Morel. Cubs fly the L. Oh, I think I kind of want to keep this going. Like this might make this, <laughs> this might make this loss actually be somewhat palatable. Uh, oh, well. that one was oh. tough. It made, you know that that music actually made me try to put some rhythm into that poem, and it I I don't think I pulled that it, off at all. It sounded great. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Yeah. It was my you favorite one. So you weren't far. listening to me. You were just listening. You were just grooving people, on the music. The people you had some of those morels. <laughs> So this was the Luis Castillo start against Hendo, and we definitely this, we- this is like rap for people. <laughs> <on the spectrum. laughs> exactly. You want to spread <laughs> Oh man, that is good. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so, man, this was frustrating for a Cubs fan because basically Morrell doesn't get that ball out of his glove play at second base. You don't turn the double play, and because of that, the inning continues and you score the run, and then, it, you know, it, and that's really was the difference for us in the game. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. The, the Cubs started uh, out by hitting. Um, let's see. I got the uh, game three. Uh, shoot, that's not in here. What's this? Oh yeah, this is uh yeah, Cubs got two, Cubs got two in the first. Cincinnati came back with one in the second, then three in the third. Um uh and uh what Joey Votto was the solo shot. That was his fifth home run off of Kyle Hendricks and um only his second of the year. Yeah. He was out for a while with COVID, and before that, he was completely lost. <laughs> right, and before that, he was playing with COVID. He was tweeting about how his hitting streak, like under when you're in, when you're in like uh, when you're completely lost at the plate, it feels like a labyrinth. Like you try and find your way out, and then you just eventually do. But when you do find your way out, it just starts all over again. Ah, uh, yeah, interesting. And He's then such you a go on. Guy. Yeah, and then you go on TikTok and you make the craziest videos I I have ever seen a professional player make. <laughs> Highlight of the season by far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, so it, for the Cubs, um, I mean, it, it was only five hits in this one. Took the four walks, only struck out eight times, so it wasn't that bad. But you end up going two for eleven with runners in scoring position. Lots of chances to score. You make it interesting at the end of this one uh, when uh, Nico came out from the IL, played it a run as a pinch hitter, and this only even we only even had a base runner because um, who was it that hit? Who was the pit, the Reds pitcher that hit um, uh, Wisdom? Uh, it was oh uh, Hunter Strickland. Strickland, Hunter Strickland, the ghost of Hunter Strickland was out there. <laughs> 
And now, and he's doing that because of all the fireworks earlier, just a couple, you know, where Vado got plunked by, by Wick, who Vado well, had did he, he didn't actually get hit, right? It was just no, really high. It was up and in. But he, yeah. Vado had leaned into one earlier in the series. And yeah, I, really I forgot about that. He just yes. turned his back was like, I'll take one. I'll get up there. He kind of dropped and his then, elbow down into it. Yeah, my favorite was uh, was I think it was, it was Roman Wick who was pitching, and he just went, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, just like that, and it was like, which Invado was like, "Hey, man, it's a part of the game. Why do you think I have a career three ninety on base percentage? <laughs> I'm the best, <laughs> exactly." And uh, but then after that happened, though, Grandpa Rossi went out there and freaked the fuck out and got his money's worth. He, he was not going to leave without saying exactly what he felt about everything that was going on. The umpiring was bad again in the series. Uh, the whole, I mean, we're so used to it. I don't even mention it. I'm like, well, the, yeah, the umpires the, are bad. And we just, just a given. The field yeah. umps wanted to talk about it, right? They wanted to discuss it. And the home plate dumps like, it's fine, guys. I got this shit. You just stay there. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Closest makes the rule. I think that's how it goes. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, guys. You know, I got, I got, I got a, I got a fifty rolling on this thing. We're, we're within the. He's like, yeah, no, we're, we're fine. He's just refreshing his DraftKings app. <laughs> yeah, we're we're within the spread. We're good. Yeah, yeah, we're good. And then uh, Hendo Hendo pitches in this one, and um, oh, sorry, I'm putting up the wrong. You guys, Castillo. Uh, Hendo only goes four, five hits, four runs, one walk, only one K. Gives up that home run, the fifth home run off of uh, him that Joey Votto has hit. And, man, it – I mean, 68 pitches. He obviously didn't have it that night, and they just took his ass out. Daniel Norris came in, the left-handed Jake Arrieta, and actually did pretty good. And now has a lower earned run average than Kyle Hendricks. So, do that. He's got a 480. Kyle Hendricks got a 520. And this was the kind of thing we were worried about with Kyle going into this series that season that he was kind of, he had a really bad year last year and it doesn't look like it's going any better except for like a couple amazing outings where you're just like, man, he's a Cy Young award winner, but then it just falls apart. Kyle Hendricks is the Cubs like one game. Well, they seem like they know what they're doing. And then the next game, it's like, wait, what the fuck is going on out here? Like, they, you know, they can't feel the ball. They can't hit. You know, it's like they're up and down so badly. And it feels like that's Kyle Hendricks. Like, he goes out, he pitches really well one game, and then goes somewhere else and, you know, can't can you, find the spot. Can you kind of imagine? I mean, nothing against Kyle. He's great. He's been great. He's been awful. Whatever. But that's the guy they decided to keep. Well, no, because that's that's the only guy that took the low ball offer. It was him and David Bodie. Him and David Bodie sitting there getting drunk, like, you know, we should just sign this shit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We we know what we're worth. Yeah, like we have like (laughs) we've we've got a good financial consultant. This is gonna work out fine. We already owed houses. Like, you know, it's like already guys out there baseball. I don't understand. I'm just really stoic and they think I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> yep, all, all these guys out there just like, I'm going to bet on myself. Kyle's like, well, uh, no. I'm 89. I'm not betting on anything <laughs> except for I might be out of the league in two years. <laughs> well, you know who has been good for you is my guy, Michael Givens. Yeah, yeah. No, there's, the Cubs bullpen has been absolutely like Was he a Bell Biv DeVoe? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it was me and Michael Gibbons. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, Hendo, not a great start. I mean, I don't know what you do with him because people then were like, well, we just got to get what we can and trade him. I'm like, oh, great, sell low. Like, five ERA starter. I'm sure people would be lining up for a guy who throws 88. Yeah, I love how these people are like, you know, oh, no, we got to keep, we got to sign Frank Schwindel to a long-term contract <laughs> because he's doing great right this second. But Kyle Hendricks is doing terrible right this second. We should get rid of him for whatever we can get. It's like, I don't think you understand how these baseball players really work. So uh, I guess we might. And, and anyway, but Morell. Almost, we almost won this one. We almost got back into it. The Cubs fake rally was a hashtag Cubs fake rally. Like I <laughs> that last strike it. for Morel, though. Ooh. Well, yeah, because that was that off speed that Hunter Hunter Strickland threw him something nasty at the end of that game. And, yeah, it, uh, it, it was over in the Reds dugout, and yeah, it ate and him Morel up. It ate him up, and then I was like, "Yeah, he's a rookie." Um, <laughs> so today, uh, up, that was it. It was a three game series. <laughs> wrapped it up wrapped it up yeah. cubs cubs took two or three <laughs> no um that's not what happened uh our friend uh and fellow ranter uh wore a shirt to the game today uh, along with uh about 1900 other people that went out to the game in cincinnati today tom yant was at the game uh now, that is-, now is that 1900 actual bodies in the stadium or is that just ticket sales <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, that's actual bodies. Ticket sales were probably 12,000 thanks to SeatGeek. Right. Yeah. So oh uh, the you're looking at it here. and um, Did I, you want a poem for this one? 13, yeah, sure. But 13,000. I was just looking up the attack. Oh, you were looking at the, the 13,578 13, were announced for this one. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do the poem. I'm, I'm going down. We'll try. I, I thought you were jumping right into the box okay. score. Do you think so. I should do acoustic cinematic? I mean, it was a tw- it was a twenty to five loss. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go. What time is back again? It's what we got. Oh god, this is this is terrible. All right, Steele couldn't deal. Dropped the game on the pen. Reds rounding bases again and again. Simmons gets the end. Gives another five to the last place. Pre- Last place Reds, I just want to cry. Two games full of shit and a series split. That's it. Yeah, that, that was a, oh. that's the worst one. I'm never playing that one again. No, that's an old alarm I used to have. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the original ringtones yeah, exactly. for Nokia yeah, back in 1994. That sounds yeah. like the opening scene from the movie on the VHS tape that I found in my dad's bottom drawer behind all the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was a. It was a porn parody of Blade Runner called Blade Comer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, David Elliott writes in, I figured the Reds were doing an education day for local schools like all the other minor league teams. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Cubs lose 20-5. to five. Uh, they, had, uh, they had scored, the Reds had scored 21 runs in their previous seven games combined. Um, and they, the, high, the season high run total up until today was eight. So they beat that by 12. Um, wow. They just, you know, they weren't playing the right teams. 
Yeah. Uh, you know what? You're absolutely right. We had the hardest strength of schedule to start out the season for the first 21 <laughs> games. And then we finally get to play our competition that's at our level. And thank God I needed a reprieve. Yeah. So uh, I guess the story in this one is, it was, is Reds hitting and Cubs pitching. Can, can I ask, Cubs fan, Reds fan, do you either, do you know, either any of you guys think that the Cubs or the Reds are actually the worst team in the division, or is it Pittsburgh? It's Pittsburgh. I mean, believe that. Isn't Pittsburgh in third? Well, <laughs> like, I know they are, but I mean, isn't it? Like, I mean, it's uh, look at their run differential. They're like minus eighty-three. I don't know how they won. <laughs> well, it's because they beat the Reds when they got no hit by the Reds. That's yeah. how they yeah. pull off a minus eighty-three <laughs> differential. I didn't know we were doing low blows today, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> I mean, I think you're going to have to wear that one for the Danny, rest do you of the think season. the Cubs are better than the Reds? I, I think the Cubs are better than the Reds. You think the Cubs are better than the Pirates? I kind of don't because and – and I'll say why. I don't think they have the pitching, but they have a bunch of young guys – who can overperform because they don't oh, yeah. know that they're not supposed to be good yet, whereas the Cubs have a bunch of old guys who are just, like, hanging on, trying to make a little bit of money so that they don't eat cat food when they're old. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the the Pittsburgh team is actually has their their entire minor league season, like system playing on their major league team, and they're actually looking like it's going to work out, unlike the Cubs – who are probably going to send Morell down now that everybody's starting to come back, even though he's the guy that should probably get a chance to, you know. So what you're telling me is the Cubs traded away everything, the most beloved team in Cubs history, a championship team, a team of the ages for fucking nothing. Oh my well, God. no, the, the Myrtle Beach is having a great season. <laughs> I know. The, <laughs> the minor leagues in the Cubs system, trust me, Cubs Twitter will tell you all about, all about how it. great everybody's doing everywhere outside of Chicago. Yeah. Well, here's the interesting thing about Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had their best pitcher right now, Jose Quintana, which is wild to say. They will ship him off at the deadline. Someone will take him. Any of their good pieces, they will move. So what's going to happen is they're going to call these guys up. Their arms are going to fall off or something bad's going to happen. O'Neal Cruz doesn't live up to the hype. And then they'll just tank. No, that's a possibility. And But the, here's the thing. The same is true with us. Every single guy on a one-year deal is out of here. Every single <laughs> one of them. Miley. Uh, I've seen people talking about Strowman getting traded already. Yeah. Because he's got a three-year deal, and they're like, well, they could get something for Strowman. Wilson Contreras is going to get traded. Yeah, Mm -hmm. everybody knows that. And so, like – You know, and that's the one that pisses me off the most because, like Lyle was saying, they got rid of every fucking player that we loved. And right now, we love Wilson more than anything else because we've lost all that. And we put all our fucking love into this one guy and he's really good at the position where he he can grow into being old on this team because, Hey people, we don't have a first baseman and he can just, (laughs) he can continue with this team. Anything you give him is going to be fine. And we have to sit through the goddamn 
Yadier Molina fucking love fest down in St. Louis when we have a guy that could be that for us. You know, it's like you don't even have to fucking imagine shit. Just look at St. Louis and you know what could happen and they won't fucking do it. And then eventually, you know, maybe 20 years down the road, we bring KB back to be our DH so he can hit fucking 184. <laughs> uh, that two, sounds really two, likely. Two, two, two questions I have. Uh, in, 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 well, one comment, one question. Ranters, Michael Cotton wants us to be more like St. Louis. Okay, so that was <laughs> oh, number number two. Number two, Michael, show me on the doll where you put your quote unquote <laughs> love into Wilson Contreras. <laughs> <laughs> Is it in the knee savers? It's in the knee savers. I believe they call it a bat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's it's a shame. And Wilson, I mean, you know, you see, he, he wants to stay. I don't know why he wants to stay. They obviously don't want him to stay. They're treating him like shit. He should yeah. go. All the power to him. Go get traded. Go play somewhere else. Go get a fucking ring somewhere. Go, go, to, go to the Dodgers where all... It really, it really. Somebody said, Little Yumper said earlier in the chat that it really kicks the can down the road because now you have no catcher. You got to get somebody in. I don't. You look at the free agent catchers next year; they don't exist. There's nobody coming from the minors. Of all the talent we did get in those trades, a catcher was not one of them. Uh, we got a bunch of outfielders and infielders and pitching. But um, uh, Terry E says can't keep Morrell, can't call up Killian. Yeah, exactly. Because you got a 40, and I want to get to this because I, I just had, when I had a question in the, it, it, talking about Hayward, who's still on the COVID IL, which you don't need to use a 40-man spot for. So I'm like, how long can I got? Maybe he's got long COVID, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. we can pull that thing off. <laughs> I'm still he, testing positive. I don't know what's happened. These you know, co- co- COVID's been... COVID's been really struggling through the first nine innings of COVID, and he, he's given he's given him a real fucking speech there during this rain break. He had he had fucking COVID fifteen through eighteen too. Like <laughs> <laughs> he was he's patient zero. <laughs> Seriously, and the band played on. Like somebody's gonna make this. Um, but no, I mean. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to do, but I'll ask that question later. But let's let's pinch off this series, shall we? And Andrelton Simmons pitched. That's all I really need to tell you. Yeah, I mean, uh, he gave up five runs <laughs> on five well, hits. What only one walk though? And you can't you know, forget about Wick and Votto having to be separated again. Yeah, like yeah. third third time around. Surprising yeah. to me that and and then didn't there was well there was another hit by pitch by your guy Kunel. Yeah, yeah, that one was retaliation. He's a yeah, he's a big boy too. And I'll tell you something, Joe Kunal uh built like a mule and also was on the uh he couldn't go to Canada list. Uh, Which yeah. if you look at him you're like yep. that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He, he's actually vaccinated, but they're like, Yeah, we can't send that we kid to Canada. Send him. No. He can't come to Canada. <laughs> no. Uh, he's but- yeah, he has three too many DUIs. <laughs> <laughs> Go all. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, Hunter Green pitched in this one for you guys, and uh, he wasn't really throwing 100. You, uh, you said he topped out at 98. 
before the yeah, show. Yeah, uh, the homer that Nico hit that was high and inside was 98. His slider was just off today. It was just in the middle of the plate, and his fastball was a little flat, and he wasn't placing it again. I mean, he just lost all the progress he had made in Toronto, and now it's just like that'll happen with a young pitcher like that, a guy who's like 24 and only pitched like 90 innings of professional baseball. But that's just inevitable, and you guys got a hold of him today. But I think we hit a little bit better. Yeah, we we did three home runs. Wilson Wilson went back to back with Hap. Was it, I know Nico homered. We already talked about that. Who was the back to back? It was Hap, right? Morale? No, it, no, it was Hap. I, I'm wondering, was it more fun to watch? The it was eight Happ run? and Wilson. Happ and Wilson, yeah, that's what I thought. Was it more fun to watch the eight-run inning early or the five-run inning against a shortstop? Mm, five-run inning against a shortstop is pretty fun, <laughs> right? Because it's not unique anymore. Um, but no, and you're for just sure, like you're, and you're thinking to yourself, no, 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 just hit them all, hit them all, yeah, make, make them pay for putting a fucking shortstop out there. Well, if Tony the Russo was managing the Reds, he would have sent all those guys down. <laughs> um, Votto, Votto, by the way, the only one without a hit in this one, but he did take two walks and score a run. Uh, I mean, of anybody that started the game anyway. Um, Senzel went four for four. Uh, He's a game changer in that lineup. Farmer hit a couple home runs in this series. So, I mean, so, yeah, when you ask that question, Lyle, like, is the Pirates the worst? I mean, I don't know. I mean, because, like, you're, you look at this Reds lineup, top to bottom, and it's not bad. Senzel's good. I never heard of Drury, who, who Pat Hughes calls Drury. Like, why do you go through all that trouble? Is, is his name Drury or Drury? Drury. 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 Pat Hughes is what? I, I grew up on Drury Lane, Okay. <laughs> I literally lived on a street called Drury growing up in Arlington Heights, Illinois. So uh, one thing about Brandon Drury, at one point, uh, I think he still does, leads all of baseball in barrels. I mean, the guy has just needed an opportunity, and he hasn't been given one. He has hit at every level. He just needs a spot. And at third, he's also filling in for rookie of the year, Jonathan India, who's out with a hamstring injury. Mm Mm-hmm. You guys are really sleeping on the fact that we are just now getting Votto back from COVID. The straight up the gut with Tyler Stevenson, uh, India, and then when Barrero comes back at short. But even Kyle Farmer is hitting. He hit last year. He's not dog shit. There isn't a complete black hole in this lineup unless it's being filled by Mike Moustakis. That's it's, it. it's it's almost as if a couple years ago you guys filled this team with some guys and you had somebody coming up and and if you had maybe I don't know done a couple things over the last couple years you could be a contender this year like that's kind of how it feels what happened if only <laughs> I think you guys know about it a little thing called money yeah I guess uh, you know where are you well, gonna go. Thank God those billionaires are saving that money because Lord knows they're going to need it when World War III kicks off. Hey, man, we're only owned by multi-millionaires. Back off. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Uh, well, yeah. so I did want to. Uh, Our owner's got, better than your owner. Suck it. <laughs> Suck I, it. I, I, My I dad's better than your dad. 
I, w- I wanted to uh, promote once again, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post the link in the chat. It's in the clutch.com forward slash Sunranto, so we get a cut. Sunranto is your code if you want to save 10%. And um, the, I just want to share some of these new uh, shirts that uh, Billy helped make us again before we uh, – here's a, here's one that I I already showed this one. I'm going to show it again. Chris Morrell is a fun guy. This is a great shirt, and that is what a Morrell mushroom looks like. Um, by the way, you got uh, compliments from uh, Joe from Obvious Shirts. Oh, no shit. And he's going to make his own Christopher Morrell shirt. Um, and it's going to be the original idea I had sent you, which was the phrase of um, uh, Mor- Morel supporter. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so he's going to make that for uh, – so now Chris Morel going to have two shirts that he gets a cut of because these are all licensed. Um, and then uh, we, I like this one. This one's on sale. It's only 20 bucks. I uh, love that. Yeah, we need more yeah. cups. It's Bernie cup- said that she bought that shirt. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's, I, I, I saw we sold a couple because we have uh, like five bucks in the kitty right now. So I'd, I think that's the equivalent of buying, selling two shirts. So, um, so yeah, uh, that's a really great one for the cup snake enthusiast. And then, um, you know, there's this fun one from Ian Happ with the waffles. I, I own this one that you gave it to me, Billy. And yeah. uh, it's like fly the, fly the waffles. And then there's a Shy Fed shirt, which is pretty cool. Uh, it has the old Shy Feds logo. But this one, I think, really takes the cake. And I, you're so brave for putting this out there. I don't know where you can re- wear it. But a brand new Clark the Cub shirt that is for sale. <laughs> On the, on the website comes in gray and blue. Fly the W, which I guess in this one stands for Wiener. And I, I had told Billy, I said, "Oh, you oh, poor Clark's only at half mast. Yeah, and he's been swimming. Um, I, <laughs> Tom, what are you talking about? That's yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's well, I'm saying just you know, it's not all the way up. I mean, he's a bear. <laughs> um, you're, you're expecting a little yeah, more. It's, it's small for a bear. Yeah. So, so this one, uh, yeah, it's Clark the Cub in that famous. That's the next year. It's small for a bear. <laughs> it's a it's famous, famous no, for getting shown bear on Clark. the news. Um, it comes in two colors, gray and blue. If you have the <laughs> pink this, and purple. <laughs> you have the stones to wear this one at the ballpark. <laughs> if you're hung like Clark, <laughs> you can maybe wear this shirt. So, can, can, can you change that to just hung like Clark? <laughs> bear on there. We'll do another variant. Oh, no, I hanging out on Clark. I'm definitely <laughs> buying this one before you get shut down and sued by. <laughs> They have to find us first. Uh, And, dude, we have some other cool ones coming from your guys' input. And it's like, all this stuff is great because then we get to, you just say, like, let's do this. And I'm like, okay, because we have a weekly Monday uh, morning Zoom. And I sent it and I was fully anticipating us just my boss saying no no and then my i was i sent and he went he was dying laughing he just said fuck it let's roll (laughs) (laughs) he's he's like in the clutch to me the wild wild west make anything happen billy i was like you got it i mean that gives like yeah there there's obviously no filter it's this could be fun oh yeah And, and uh 
and I'm I'm just excited because like this is all that I've been wanting to do is just do more fun baseball tees, more dick shirts, uh, more dick. <laughs> oh, dude, that's my wheelhouse. I mean, we we have a really nice done, you know, uh, done by our friend down in St. Louis. Uh, the rally titties shirt is really nice as well. So. Ooh. Uh, Danny, can you put that picture back up for me so I can screenshot it for later? Matt, Matt camera, I could. <laughs> <laughs> He's Lyle, like, I really just, have to look at this, again. With this T-shirt. <laughs> you know what, Lyle? I'll just you send you the link. <laughs> so, so now children are going to find in the back corner of their dad's like shirt drawer that shirt <laughs> instead of a VHS tape. Yeah, in 35 years, you're going to find it on whatever eBay is going to be for $175. Yeah. <laughs> well, Billy, you're more than welcome to stick around, but uh, I know that it's late on the East Coast, and we're going to make Lyle stay up because he missed uh, way too many shows. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few years. But, uh, but, if, but if you got to take off, I was going to take us to commercial, yeah. um, and so we'll let you go. Thanks for coming on the Sun Ranch. Dude, thanks for having me. Yeah, I let my wife sleep in the next room, so I'm going to leave her alone. Thanks, thanks for having me, and uh, I can't wait to come back on. Yeah, dude, we'll definitely do it again next next time the Cubs play the Reds, and maybe even before then. Who who the hell knows? Cheers. But, so cheers. cheers. Cheers, brother, and uh, we're just going to play a quick commercial break, and uh, we'll be right back. This is a Cubs fan buying tickets from the Cubs. And this is a Cubs fan buying tickets through the StubHub link at sunrancho.com slash StubHub, knowing that 4% of their ticket purchase will go to the Sun Rancho show instead of into the pockets of rich corporate douchebags. Buy all your tickets through sunrancho.com slash StubHub. Don't worry, it won't cost you a single penny extra. It don't stink to click our link. This is an Amazon shopper buying things from Amazon. And this is an Amazon shopper buying things through the links at sunrancho.com slash Amazon, knowing that up to 10% of their purchase will go to the Sun Ranto show instead of that cocksucker Jeff Bezos, who will just use the money to go to space. Plus, if you buy all your Amazon items through sunrancho.com slash Amazon, you could win a monthly prize. sunrancho.com slash StubHub and sunrancho.com slash Amazon. Two great ways to support the Sun Ranto show while sticking it to evil corporations who suck and it won't cost you a single penny it don't stink to click our link this in in the chat uh rich blomquist writes in i popped on the beer snake tea discount works like a champ so technology at its finest um if you are um interested in having a frank chance uh postcard sent to you by me (laughs) You should put hashtag chance with a capital C in the comments right now, and I will send you a Frank Chance postcard if you win. Um, and if you want a beer snake, um, it's uh, in the clutch.com forward slash Sunranto. And I think you just look up Cubs and it will, will come up. So uh, we should probably move through this next section kind of fast, I'm guessing, because um, we are like – it's so easy with Billy to have an hour just like – between the th- four of us together, an hour disappears <clears throat> real quick. Yeah. So much talking. <laughs> so much. It is a podcast. So much talking. So um, Marquee Network uh, it basically in the it becomes the Fox News of baseball 
networks uh, with what they did today uh, or just the other day when they hosted their own show, which was supposed to be called like the reporters, which was like kind of the old, uh, uh, you know, sport like sports writer show thing that they the sport, did the sports reporters yeah sports reporters and so they had a bunch of chicago personalities uh such as bob surratt of wgn david hall of the score peggy kuzinski of espn 1000 and maddie lee of the sun times and they had uh begun on the show in the taping to discuss different approaches between former cubs president theo epstein and hoyer who has been reticent to describe his plan as rebuilding? So we don't get anything out of Hoyer. We get it. We we got a novel from Theo Epstein, um, who loved to wax philosophical, but uh, this guy uh, does not. Um, let me get rid of this uh, comment in the brand real quick, uh, so I can read the rest of it. Um, after Kaczynski and Haw spoke, Lee said she was about to speak when a producer said they needed to restart the segment because of technical difficulties. But before they began, the panel was told to steer clear of talk of transparency. Maddie Lee said, we all looked at each other very confused, like, is this happening? I said, it's peak irony that they're going to blame technical issues in restarting a segment about transparency. Um, If people only knew... How much we edited out of this fucking show. Uh, seriously. <laughs> I mean, Hours all the things we get into that we're not allowed to talk about, it's yeah. insane. I mean, at least, at least once a night. I mean, I'm naked, Michael's naked, and Danny just cuts it all out. We're just trying to yeah. like have a good time and have some beers and get naked. Like the censors are on me again. I keep getting my <laughs> YouTube channel keeps getting flagged like I can't do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you think about this situation as a sports writer or any kind of writer or news reporter and how it works. It's like you need some kind of access to sell your paper. Well, I want to get into the clubhouse and be able to interview the players. So right. that means you can't say certain that you can't. I mean, that's why the Sun Ranto show is the Sun Ranto show. And that's why we have to be listener supported. So thank you to all our Patreon people who do that, because it means that we aren't beholden to anybody. I don't care if any player ever comes on the show we're, ever again. We're not we're not getting access. Let's yes. just say that. And we're not looking to get access. <laughs> and right. we're not well, looking it it to has lie. a lot to do with me touching uh, Wilson's bat, too. I mean, I think there's like a 500 foot thing with yeah, me yeah, now. Right, now, right, now right, there's right. no now there's a, a a court order against it but <laughs> yeah i mean so i understand that like marquee wants to have these people on they're all people within the scrum bob surratt is a, a wgn kind of legend he's been on forever chicago radio legend uh he's not like necessarily a cubs guy but you want to talk about irony though marquee putting a wgn guy on their show is a little bit ironic right well i mean i just think they want like chicago personalities and maybe it's a rotating cast of people like maybe gordo's gonna go on maybe crawley will go on now he's at the score you know like these things could happen as part of this taping of things but and crawley's already been on the freaking uh Marquee. Remember they had him on on that one segment a while ago. But any like in 2020 when they were like scrambling for anybody to come on, they're like, ah! Uh, but what I'm saying is like they want to produce this, but they want they want everybody blowing sunshine up their ass. So like at what point are these reporters just not even going to participate in this because it's not good for their other publication 
because nobody's going to trust what they say. I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't. Well, want I mean, it just, it just in the end, it's just it's just pretty weak. Weak sauce. Really? What are you so afraid of? It is. It is just baseball, right? Yeah, and well, if they're like they stink. Yeah. I know, but th- they're not liked. Like, just own it. Just realize that people don't like you, Mister Ricketts. You're just suck as a human, and the people of Chicago are never going to be fans of yours again. I, the dude, you nobody had a city more in their hands than that family did when they won that championship. And they took their hands and they put them between their legs and they took a big dump on it. Dump on it. And, and they threw the dump at us. Yeah, and they made it's us just like, the dump. <laughs> I mean, you just if, – if I had told you, Danny, in 2015, 2014 when we're sitting in an empty stadium and they lose 106 games or whatever the fuck happened, I don't remember what year that was, but that in two years the Ricketts would have turned that thing around won a championship, but by 2020, they would be the most hated family in all of Chicago because they destroyed something beautiful. You'd have never thought it, right? Yeah, Yeah, you you wouldn't have thought it. Well, uh, you know, in in talking about Marquee, I mean, I believe a few years ago we talked about the idea that this is a a station run by uh, a a conglomerate of conservative sort of – News thing, Sinclair Network, Sinclair. and we brought up that this was a possibility. And how many people said, "Oh, they're not. They're going to leave it alone. They're not going to touch it." Blah, blah, blah. Well, they may have been talking about like, "Yeah, we're not getting, you know, maybe political stuff." I don't know. I never watched fucking Marky, but this is the this is the mindset that the people that come on need to be towing the company line, right? And, you know, pumping up the rickets. These are your marching orders. Do not stray or you will not be back and you will lose access. Yeah, and so I think we're being, our takes on this from way back when uh, are starting to come to fruition. Maybe not like as, well, and know, maybe they're not as terrible as we thought they might, but it still is if, happening. If they were to have dissenting views come on their network, just like on Fox News, like they'll have the one guy that comes on and is just like the voice of reason, but they just bring him on to shout him down. You know, they make sure he's not the smartest one that will talk about it, you know. And the the liberal people do it too. They'll bring on the the, the one conservative who just to shout him down. So, but how much more respect would you have if you allowed true dissenting voices, especially for something that doesn't matter like baseball? Right. You know, like who cares if they're like, he's not being transparent about the rebuild. It's like, who cares? Like everybody knows it's a freaking rebuild. We're not dumb. We see the freaking record. We see who's playing out there. My mom's like, who the hell are these people? Nobody. She knows like two guys. Like, you know, even people that watch all the time, if you miss a week of this, you have no idea who's on this team. I mean, I've been playing a little catch-up, getting ready to come back on the show, and I'm just like, who the fuck are these guys? (laughs) Have any of these guys ever played baseball before? I thought of that, that I needed to, like, give you, like, a refresher course. I needed some flashcards. I need, yeah, there's a lot. It's it's, it's wild. It's going to take me a couple weeks to catch up. That's why Lyle keeps dropping out. He's got to go back and check his notes. I got to go check my notes. (laughs) And then the other thing that happened, now here's a message that we could put out there. 
because I've there's an entire building for sale right on Sheffield, uh, right in front of, and it's I didn't have the the picture of the building here, but I do have the billboard which is on top. And I guess that's the old Torco building. Just people were saying that online. They could be wrong though. Um, and it's right in between other rooftops. It has no view. It looks at the back of the right field <laughs> video board. And we can take out a billboard. <laughs> and uh, I was like, hey, how much could it be? And so I Why called him. Put that Clark the Cub thing out there. Oh, my God. The Clark the Cub with the dick. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, and somebody suggested that we put up the picture of Tom Ricketts being booed at Marquee uh, when he announced Marquee Network when he's like, wow. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, that'd be a pretty good one. Um, here's, the, here's that. <laughs> we put that up on the billboard. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you got against the Marquee Network? Um, <laughs> but I, 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 I called. I called this number eight four 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 six five three five one five, and um, it was boo doo doo. The number you have reached, like nobody has this number, so. That's kind of messed up that you would have a giant not in service number on a billboard. Like somebody paid a lot of money to even make that giant number be on that billboard and it's not in service. Um, I did email. Are them. we sure that number's not the new Emus Catuli? <laughs> that might be true, Michael. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even, I didn't even consider that. And then, um, so yeah, the um, billboard at Wrigley at gmail.com, I did write to them and I was honest. I was like, hey, I think a bunch of us would like to pitch in and do something up there if you don't mind. But the whole building's for sale. So if you, and it's only like 1.5 million, which I do not have. Like it could be 1.5 billion. It wouldn't matter. I can't. Oh, afford. Michael, Michael, Danny doesn't have it. The check's in the mail. Like, what? Like, he acts like we don't know. Hey, it's coming. It, it's on its way. I just like my PayPal. Where's my 1.5 million? Well, my PayPal got messed up and it, like I couldn't remember the password. So I had this code, but it was sent to an old email. You know how it's hard to log in. But uh, well, I, uh, I mean, we have talked about this, right? Doesn't it take like what? Like 500 people? For like three thousand dollars, yeah, five hundred people, five hundred people at three thousand bucks a head, and we could actually buy that building for one point five million across. All we have to do is we could buy the building, five hundred people, three thousand bucks a head, and everybody gets a key. <laughs> yeah, little number says uh, we can do it. Yeah, we can do we it. Can Nobody do it. has any clue who's there at any given time. Um, I mean, it doesn't have. A view at all. You just literally look at the back of the scoreboard. The bathroom lines are going to be a bitch. Yeah, 500 people. (laughs) There's only only three bathrooms. It's a 15-bedroom, one-bath Yeah, it's in Chicago. It needs renovation. But I did enjoy this comment uh, that was on, on, I think it was on the Ranchers page, underneath this picture. (laughs) And Rich Blomquist says, welcome to the friendly confines. This is what we should put on the billboard. Welcome to the friendly confines, except to those assholes from Iowa who only come here for 20 (laughs) games a year. An homage to Bleacher Jeff's seat rant. Um, All right. How about uh, Jason Hayward, COVID IL? There was a little bit of something going on on Twitter about it earlier, I thought. I I mean – 40-man spot, Morrell. I mean, if, if Jason Hayward comes back and they send Christopher Morrell down, everybody's going to be really mad about it. Oh, but if Bodie comes back and they send Morrell down, it'll They'll be fine. even be more angry. <laughs> 
I mean, at what point? I mean, Lyle, wasn't there a guy in the Red Sox that they just totally cut bait with because he was so bad? Yeah, I mean, at some point you just got to, you just got to do it, and I don't know. I mean, at what what what's what's worth keeping him? That's As I know you got to pay him either way, but at some point, who cares? I mean, they should just make him a coach. Take DFA and be like, you're our guy and you're a new outfield coach. Teach everybody, teach these kids how to play the outfield, how to conduct themselves on the a other baseball co- field. The other coaches are not going to be happy that he's making $30 million a year and they're making 50000 that's 000. a done deal. I mean, I what are you going to do? I mean, at this point, I mean. Lyle, there are no coaches on this team that can just not get lost. Like, yeah, nobody right. gives a shit, you know. Yeah, ex- yeah, I would say that. Um, and then uh, just a couple of notes that uh, Nico is back, and we saw him come back in a big way. He hit a home run, got a hit in his first at-bat the, the other night, almost uh, helped us win the game. Speaking think, of the coaches, Jonathan Moda. Yeah, and he's, and he's really a coach on this team? I asked you this last time. He, he he's an me. assistant. He's All like right. some sort of fucking assistant. I don't know. Whatever. Um, and then uh, uh, Gomes got hurt, his oblique. So now we really don't have any catchers. So you really might see Frank the Tank catching. Oh my That's God. crazy. Yeah. Really could happen. Because um, Wilson, he's back. He had well, it's a good thing we have a DH. Sorry. Yeah. Well, but now we need three catchers. But the one thing I thought about, uh, you know, we saw Andrelton Simmons uh, make some good plays in the field. He can't hit his weight. But, um, you know, I did hear that Ross, we all assumed that it would be Horner playing second base and Andrelton T- Simmons at short. But Ross on a pregame show said, no, Andrelton Simmons will play second base and Nico Horner will play shortstop. What? Yeah. And what he, the- he said it defensively. No, I couldn't believe my ears. What? It, uh, I've Gold only- love shortstop. Not going to use him. And... We all know, like, Horner has been okay over there at shortstop. Horner's a really good second baseman. Like, he's really good at that position. He's not so good at short. Why would you ever fucking think to do that? I don't know, but he just said that's it. kind of Horner. Because David Ross is beloved by a bunch of Cubs players who no longer play for the Cubs. <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I don't sick. fucking know. I don't know. <laughs> Hendo loves him. Uh, well, no, I, it's got to be coming down from on high. It's got to be. And so I don't know, is is Andrelton Simmons literally just the backup shortstop? And also, like, why why isn't David Ross the backup backup catcher right now? He's not doing anything else. Forty minutes. There's Ross nothing to manage. They did just DFA. All they do is they'll DFA Hayward just to have Ross catch. Oh, there's yeah, definitely okay. nothing to manage because they call him from the fucking front office to tell him how to do shit on the field. But yeah, PJ Higgins is up. So I guess that's your guy right now, if anything. I mean, Wilson took himself out of the game the other day. So, I mean, you're just – you're kind of playing short. This was an issue last year, too. They just, like – they had, like, what, 10 different catchers or something like that last year. It was just awful. You know, speaking of that, like, we were uh, – I, I actually heard uh, you and Sarah talking about it on that other podcast that you do. And – Up a cubby I, blue. Yeah. And, and like – you were talking about how Wilson's having a really good year and he's able to take a little bit of a break because Jan Gomes is a good 
like defensive catcher at least. And he, he's been hitting okay. Like he's not a complete black hole. So, you know, everything is fine in order to do that. And I'm sorry, but weren't we talking, I don't know, fucking like five years ago about how Wilson Contreras needs, they need to get like a, uh, a veteran catcher to yeah. help this motherfucker out and like just show him, help him talk to him, be a person in the dugout for him, catch a couple of days a week, let the kid do what he does and be comfortable. And they Ranger, never did it. It's like I never went to go get my doctorate. <laughs> Michael's well, still yeah. talking about the same fucking things. I know. It's like, well, he's like, you come back and it reminds me like, yeah. wait, we fucking talked we about this. We've yeah. been discussing this. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, this I, show is fucking on top of it i just think people don't get it because we don't have calculators in our hands when we talk uh, sometimes all- this show is like groundhog day uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah just wait till you get another well, dh rant. this team is groundhog's day <laughs> austin caker writes in i'm one of those assholes from iowa who only goes to about 20 games a year i'll wear that badge with honor and then i was thinking like dude let's Let's uh, make a Bleacher Jeff shirt where he's just like assholes from Iowa or like something like that. Or like, I'm an asshole from Iowa or something like that. Let's make a poncho. I do want to say (laughs) that that was my least favorite part of like Jeff's whole little thing is like making fun of Iowa people. And I'm like, dude, like you sound so snotty by like rip. I'm like, you know how many Cub fans are in Iowa? Huge Cub fans, like giant fan base. Like the Iowa Cubs are there. I'm like. Really? Like, I would think that 20% of these people are from Iowa right now on a Saturday coming up here. Well, and they drove. And to me, like, it's much more to, I mean, much more to drive here for four hours than it is to freaking walk. Nobody likes anyone who lives in Iowa, Danny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't, but like. (laughs) No, I no, Man, a lot I'm of our doing my best. From Iowa, like I see the addresses. I send things to Iowa. Dominic's from Iowa. Austin's from Iowa. Got lots of awesome people from Iowa. Look, um, I I was living in Colorado. I fucking moved 15 hours closer to and live this in is Iowa. Shit that I get. Yeah, just a rip out of yeah. Iowa. But uh, we're going to take one more quick break. Uh, we got a little Patreon commercial, and uh, then we're going to come back and we'll do a little quick uh, White Sox preview, and then we'll be done. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just one dollar a month can buy a scorecard. Five dollars a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And ten dollars a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. 
Plus, at other Super Rancher levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts. Plus, eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. Well, the White Sox are losing right now to the Red Sox. Yeah, baby. It is 14 to 7. They're getting their asses spanked. Red Sox are on fucking fire right now. That offense is crunching. Yeah, they. I, we haven't. We're going to see the Red Sox this year too at Wrigley Field um, over Fourth um, of July weekend. Yeah, I know. I was going to try to come out for it, but but yeah, Fourth of July is kind of the the tough tough, weekend tough weekend, to tough weekend yeah. to get away. Yeah, because I, um, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, ah, reunion. It's like, ah, fucking Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Oh God, no. We'll we'll do some day in September where we pay seventy five cents for bleachers. Or if yeah, that. we will. So uh, the thing about the White Sox is we've seen them. Uh, we got beat by them twice. But um, the uh, the White Sox, <laughs> they are, uh, I guess, 22 and 22 after they lose tonight. So they are a 500 baseball club. Wow. But, but and they're not scoring runs. And now uh, they, they're hurt. You got Luis Roberts hurt right now. He's got co- he's not hurt. He's got COVID. Uh, Eloy's hurt. They just lost Joe Kelly, so that's a huge piece of their bullpen right there. Is, is he actually out? Out because yeah. I know that he, he fifteen days. Oh, okay, shit. Joe, See, fifteen days. When, when I was working on my stuff today, like it wasn't official. He was just like, uh, I got a twinge, but yeah, now no, he's, he's out. out. Lance Lynn and Garrett Crochet on the sixty days, so that like kind of ruins their starting rotation. But um, they had won six straight against the Cubs. Uh, including games against the Cubs. They had beat the Red Sox. They beat the Yankees. Um, and then they've just been 500 ever since pretty much we played them. So they're not – they're sticking around 500 right now. And it's right. winnable, this division, but you you kind of wonder. Um, Their Pathag right now should be 18 and 26, which is um, the same as the Cubs. Oh right. God. The actual record. This is This is why – uh, we don't like do math. We watch baseball because it's, it, that that's fucking insane. Yeah, that's it, yeah, exactly. Because Pythagoras would have lost all his money <laughs> if he put it down. So, um, to be fair, Pythagoras is dead. Yeah, well, you could still because lose money of when shit you're dead like that in America. So, uh, <laughs> so here's here's some of the numbers. Offensively, the Cubs have a better OPS. They are uh, 703, which is average in the majors, to a 647. The Sox have the fifth worst OPS in the major leagues. And here's, here's something crazy. Unexpected. Unexpected. And here's the other thing about it is that they're terrible against righties. Just absolutely dog shit. And that's why, because it is Miley and Smiley's turn to go right now in the rotation. But because of the off day, because of the way things worked out, they are able to throw um, – they're going to throw Keegan Thompson, a righty, on Saturday for the night game. And they're gonna, then they're going to throw Strowman because he pitched Tuesday and it works out with his five days So and because Miley and Smiley are lefties. So they're just not doing it because the splits are this. 621 OPS versus righties 
621, which is third to worst in the majors, and versus a 738 versus lefties, which is sixth best. Wow. It's huge. So good for us for trying to win some two baseball games. Right on. <laughs> good good for us for having the uh the major league schedulers give Chicago a fucking day off on a Friday. A Friday, yeah. Foot a bunch right. of idiots, yeah. Fuck. But hey, I guess all right, it's fine. These uh stats are from earlier today. The Cubs have hit six more homers. Uh, the Cubs do strike out more and the White Sox don't strike out much. The Cubs are 11th in taking walks. The Sox have taken the least walks in major league baseball. The wow. least. That also a surprise in the, in, uh, cause that's a lot. I mean, you're thinking like, get on base, hit the home run, get on base, hit the home run. Right. That's uh, not that's- how Larusa does it. No, he's like, yeah, kid, I want to see you hacking. Just swing, swing, kid. Um, both teams are average in stolen bases. The Cubs have scored 38 more runs, and the Sox, and then that's 10th in the major leagues. Uh, the and Sox that- have scored the third fewest runs. Third fewest. Surprising. Um, their bullpen is terrible. They have a 420 ERA. Versus the Cubs, 322. Nice. However, the Cubs have given up the third most home runs out of the pen. Um, and Andrelton Simmons didn't even give up one. <laughs> <laughs> the Sox have, didn't uh, have, to. have walked the fifth most batters. So uh, the Cubs have the most strikeouts, and the Sox are 10th. But, I mean, the Cubs are better at their bullpen. The they're starters, better at baseball. Yeah, they're better at, except for winning. The actual winning of games. <laughs> right. That's the one that we're kind of coming up short on. We're stats guys now. We don't win. Like, it's like yeah. pitchers' Doesn't wins matter. don't count, yeah. right? So, yeah. do wins and losses actually count? Yeah. So, yeah, it started with Lyle, have you wins. seen how hard the Cubs have been hitting these outs? Right. Yeah. 108 <laughs> miles off the bat, right into a glove. Uh, Andleton Simmons. Did you by see the, the way. angle? Did you it, see the fucking it, angle? That was that, uh, that expected weighted on base percentage of 950. Well, guess what? There's your point five right there, asshole. So he caught it. So, um, but it's the starters. Three sixty-eight for the Sox ERA versus four sixty. The Cubs uh, have the uh, fifth worst inning innings pitched for starters. So they're just not getting it done out there. Uh, Defensively, uh, the Cubs Durr is better at six ninety-three versus six eighty-one, which is uh, worse than league average. Uh, the Sox have four more errors. Both teams are worse than league average with that. And the Cubs catchers are above league average in throwing out runners, and the Sox are below. So every single defense, defensively, they're worse. That's honestly a surprise. <laughs> they got more wins, though. That's the LaRusa factor. Right. <laughs> That's a Hall of Fame type we, guy right there. We need David Ross to pull his pants up higher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We need, we're going to need it about. Three more decades on you until you could finally do something <laughs> worth. It. Oh wait, wait, we hold on. We need a David they, Ross. We need a David Ross camel toe for a win. Are they going to fire David Ross and bring him back in 2060 so that he can do this? He did. Is it camel like, toe or is it a moose knuckle? When we're talking about Larusa, <laughs> at this point, <laughs> I mean, he's I mean, got to be hanging pretty low there. I mean, right? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that, that that Campbell would fall right into the trousers, I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> he tucks him into his sock. 
<laughs> that's where he keeps his flask. Yeah. Uh, well, the other sock is the flask. Other sock. <laughs> One is the, the left sock is the testicles. The right sock is the flask. Sometimes, though, it's weird. Have you? Did you see that clip in the game where he fixed it up and he went to take a shot and he stuck his balls right in his mouth? It was fucking crazy. <laughs> so uh, we're going to do a little bit. Rakes, flakes, throws, and blows. Um, Today I'm going to show you how to rake. <laughs> how, how do we rake, Michael? All right. Well, you know, for the, team? for the Sox, I mean, it, it, it starts with Tim Anderson. Uh, he is top five in the major leagues this year with 54 hits and a 355 average. Plus, he's got seven stolen bases, so he's quick on the base pass as well. I'm going to put up the uh, the numbers for everybody. Oh, sorry. I actually have those numbers. Quick oh, fact no. on Tim Anderson, he also goes by Jackie. Oh, oh, listen. That was you know, fucked up, dude. Yeah. It is. It that is, was it fucked, is fucked up. up. I, I heard that, and I was like, that's about as fucked up of a thing as I heard on a baseball. You know, I don't know. I don't know why it, it got me, but I was like, are you kidding me? Well, well, how, really how, can you, how can you use Jackie Robinson's name as a fucking insult? Yeah. How do you, how do you not know? That you're not supposed to say that to it. Be like, oh, just kidding. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I know these these baseball players are dumb as fuck. I know that already. But for it to be to be so dumb that you're gonna, I mean, how, how could you just just even to know not to just bring it up? Like, like just no, just no, just up. to be blatantly racist. That's all it is. Call it as it is. Yeah, blatantly. You can swear at the guy. You can call him a freaking. Twenty twenty two. Just don't be a blatant fucking racist. Yeah. Like, but everybody since the Cubs won the fucking World Series, everybody thinks it's fucking free for all. Say whatever the fuck you want now. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I don't want to blame the Cubs on, for that, but you know, keep going on Anderson. All right. So yeah. So I th- I threw up my 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 little thing here. We got uh, Tim Anderson, you know, the 54 hits. Uh, the only thing he's not real great at, six walks on the season. Um, but then we've got, you know, Andrew Vaughn, left field, is, is uh, pretty good, but hasn't played a ton and may not see him. And Luis Robert is third, but Luis Robert is injured, so we're not going to see him too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, – yeah, so, but, oh, over the last week, let me bring that one up. Over the last week, Jose Abreu has seven hits, three of them for doubles and two for homers, and two walks to go with those seven hits for a thirteen fifty six OPS, and we know he loves to hit homers against the Cubs, like, this guy, this guy makes some money on the Cubs. So, uh, yeah, that doesn't look good. And Reese McGuire is the backup catcher. And, you know, he looks like he's getting a little bit more playing time right now. And he's taking advantage of it, putting things together over the last week. A small sample size, but, yeah, four for six. Right. Well, because he's the backup. Like You're a small you know. sample size. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. So, okay, move on to Flakes here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, Flake, two Flakes on the team. See, now these are going to be opposite. So all these guys that you just mentioned, Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu, and Reese McGuire, because they were awesome last week, they're going to be crap in this series. That's my prediction. And these next guys, 
that flaked all week are going to come in and tear us apart. Well, over the season, uh, Lurie Garcia is is ugly. Wait, I didn't play the flake song. Oh, play the flake song. Yeah, we're, we're- I haven't worried about flakes since my grunge days. Remember them? I actually hate that that's probably the most true fucking video we're going to throw up there. Uh, okay, Lurie Garcia is... Uh, He's got a 188, 200, 277, 21 hits, two walks against 25 Ks this season. Uh, Grindal has also been ugly, but his 18 walks kept his OPS above Garcia. Um, Reese McGuire doesn't qualify, but uh, he does have 69 at bats. Nice. That's nice. That's that's going into today, of course. Um, yeah, over the. And then over the last week, uh, Yohan Mankata has been the worst, but he's only played four, 14 games total this year. So this last week was like his first real, like, getting into it. Uh, Yasmani Grandal is actually doing worse this week than his season numbers, which is actually really, really bad. So, you know, look for those guys to suck. Uh, look for Tim Anderson to. No, it's going to be opposite. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Grandal's going to kill us. He's hitting four homers in two games. All right. Give me, some throw. Give me some throws in there. Throw my hands to the Lord. Throw it up. All right. So I'm throwing up only the uh, bullpen because Danny's going to talk about the starters here in a little bit. And, you know, so let's just look at these guys. Kendall Graveman has thrown the most innings out of the bullpen for the White Sox this season. So La Russa must love this guy, right? Uh, but he's blown three save opportunities, and the rest of his numbers are kind of run of the bill. Uh, Liam Hendricks is their closer, and he's blown three saves as well. But it's, you know, 14 out of 17. But that's still not great for a closer. Um, and... Hendricks's ERA is about three and a half, also not good for your closer. And he's given up 20 hits and seven walks in 20.2 innings. So I don't know. I like, you hope you don't see him coming in to try and close the game, but at the same time, you kind of like, there's a chance there. Uh, uh, Josh Harrison is right now pitching for the White Sox. <laughs> By the way, we just found this up. Breaking news. No. They just but, lost. Uh, that game's over. Yeah. The, but the thing that saved Liam Hendricks is he's had 31 strikeouts in those 20 innings. That's the only thing that gets him out of all the other trouble he's been in. Uh, and then Matt Foster has 19 innings, and he's actually got the lowest ERA, whip, and batting average against. So I'm giving that guy, Matt Foster, who I've never heard of before, uh, I'm giving that guy my throws for this week. That's the guy we don't want to see. And uh, how about... You just put your lips together and blow. (laughs) We haven't done that in a while. So uh, apparently Joe Kelly is not going to be playing. Uh, you know, which is good for the White Sox because he started in Illinois with some bicep nerve issues 
and then he exited Wednesday's game with hamstring tightness. So he hasn't pitched a ton, but when he has, he's been terrible. But we're not going to see him. So let's move on. If Kelly's out, then Bennett Sousa is the next worst guy, giving up 10 runs in his last 10.2 innings. He had the first three games that he pitched nothing. And the last 10, he's given up a, a run every time he's gone out. So Bennett let's Sousa, hope never, we see some Bennett Sousa. Never heard of him either. Um, so the weather, it's going to be nice. Look at that. Uh, Memorial Day weekend, Saturday night, high of 70, low of 61. That's very pleasant. Then it's going to be on Sunday, a high of 83 and a low of 69. Is the nice. game in Chicago? Yeah, it's it. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's in Milwaukee. Um, so, <laughs> you know, you never know. <laughs> it, it should be nice. And if you're going to any of these, once again, use our StubHub link, sunranto.com slash StubHub. Click on the link. It takes you to StubHub and then just buy, buy your $12 tickets so we can get 47 cents. Well, actually, Danny, are you, uh, are you uh, out of lockdown? Or are you going to any games this weekend? Uh, no, I tested positive today. Um, yeah. So got a, a <laughs> fight. It's got a, a, do you see that's two lines? That's that fun's faint. It's a faint second line but it's a definitely a second I'm, line. I'm not laughing that Danny has COVID. I'm laughing that he has his fucking it, it was it was like he reached up for his keys on his visor. Danny hasn't felt like leaving the house and Nicole wants him to get out and he just keeps getting old tests when he's got a little red no, look at this. he's got a little red marker and he keeps his like oh, I can't leave Sorry, gotta stay. Can't go to the grocery store. Sorry. He's got a red ink pen that he's trying to write on it. Uh, so I mean, I, you're I, gonna have to do the laundry and the grocery shopping this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna take another test tomorrow to uh, maybe I get a negative on it, and because uh, I feel actually pretty good, and uh, supposed to go to the Marcus Stroman event. It's all outdoors. That's funny because you look terrible. I know. You do. I know, but that's kind of how I usually look. So I'm just hoping <laughs> I get one by tomorrow, but. So uh, this game won. It was, as I said, it could have been Smiley and Miley. The lefties, it's not going to be. Keegan Thompson, 4-0 with a 154. He's pitched a lot of it out of the pen versus Johnny Cueto, who hasn't given up anything in 12 innings pitched this year. Um, Anderson hit a home, homer off Keegan. Nobody oh, has shit. More than, nobody has more than uh, 500 bets. Yeah, Dominic says no club for me. That's what I said. I'm going to take another test tomorrow. Hoping that he's going to keep taking tests till one of them comes. One of them comes in faulty. No, but honestly, I feel okay. (laughs) The event is outside. If I can still go, and I test negative tomorrow, and I'm going to wait till last possible time. I'm going to take a real, you know. Then maybe I'll go. I was supposed to drive Joe Kilgal, and I was supposed to do all this stuff, and now I'm just like, I'm. Now nobody wants to be in a car with you. Well, I also don't want to be like at the thing, be like, oh, sorry, I can't talk to anybody. I'm at a party, but I have COVID and I've got four, five masks on. You know, it's like, that's not fun for anybody because you're just like, they're like looking like you got leprosy. But if I get, but if I bring, my, <laughs> but if I bring my negative, if I bring my negative test, right. I, it, I, then I gold chain, little yeah, clip, like, negative yeah. test. Yeah. <laughs> so I, we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's just not looking great. I love it. I like the idea. So, but yeah, whatever. Do you really want to? Poor Marcus, man. Like, well, he just had it... COVID, so I'm not even worried know, about giving it like... to him. 
the poor guy. I mean, he really was like on this trajectory, it seemed like, and then he moved to Chicago and just the fucking wheels fell off. It always happens. <laughs> um, so, that, that, yeah, that's the year one Chicago curse. Ugh. The Sun Ranto Show is always brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers, who we call the Super Ranters. Well, who are the Super Ranters? Well, Super Ranters, they have their own RSS feed, and they get the show early and ad-free delivered to their inbox or podcatcher. They get bonus content, uh, for example, like the recording of our ColorCast conversations. Uh, they get exclusive access to the Sun Ranto Super Ranters Facebook page and our private Discord channel, uh, which we've been using a fair amount this season. Our Patreon patrons are also eligible for all our Sun Ranto contests, like the Super Rancher of the Month and uh, Sun Ranto Scavenger Hunts, which we'll get to later on in the year once the weather finally gets better. Um, there's... Perks at every level. $5 Super Ranters get to hear all the Cubs parody songs before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranters are recognized by name at the end of our shows and have access to our Cubs uh, daily shows, which are are called Sun Ranto Singles. Uh, at $12, you get the Rancher calendar every year. And... Uh, you can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. So uh, the most important thing is we like to give back to our community here in Chicago. So 10% of all of our Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. It is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community here. Here's the thing. It costs a lot of money and time for us to produce a great Cubs fan show and, frankly, a penny a download from our podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies. It's just not enough to keep Sunranto on the air. We have hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment, tickets, batteries, guitar strings. Well, it all just adds up. So become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto and become a part of our Patreon family for the 2022 season and beyond. Help us produce the Sunranto show. You know, if you would buy each of us a $12 beer at Wrigley just for doing the Sun Ranto show, then join at the $3 level. That's 3 bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley a year. Patreon.com slash Sun Ranto is where you sign up. That's Patreon.com slash Sun Ranto, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. Subscribe today and you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron again because the show will be ad-free. Stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as a dollar a month. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Please join us today. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and hate your favorite team. So a rising tide lifts all boats. So go check them out online or on social media. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in sportsdrink. That's spelled like sports drink but without vowels. S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. And uh, Johnny Cueto, like none of the cur current Cubs have really seen him, although Wisdom is two for two, and they're both home runs. So, Well, that's not a surprise because Wisdom doesn't actually get hits. Yeah, he does. He hit only two. hits home runs or strikes out. So, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, Keegan Thompson, I'll put his games up here. Uh, last time he was out there in relief, 
against Arizona, a game we won, three <laughs> innings of relief. He's been doing that a lot this year, but he did start two games before that. Nine total innings, only gave up two runs. Um, so it's been going well with Keegan. And then um, game two is going to be Marcus Stroman. And here's the White Sox numbers versus him. Um, they're not great. It's kind of a mixed bag, but Abreu, who kills us, is only batting 240 with the home run. Tim Anderson's got a home run, but he's only batting 133. So this is that, that, that doesn't mean shit because Stroman wasn't on the Cubs the last time he faced him, was he? Uh, I don't know if he played against the White Sox. Yeah. No, he did not. And then, yeah, uh, so. yeah, and, and in Stroman's last start, I. Well, I will say that I don't think we mentioned this. He did strike out eight. So that was his season high this year, only five innings. So you're hoping for a little bit more length out of that. But he, it was 97 pitches. So it wasn't the most efficient, got in trouble early in that one. But then um, uh, it was Dylan Cease, ex-Cubs farmhand, and ha- having a hell of a year uh, right now. He's got a ERA of only – well, no, actually it went up. Last time I looked, it was quite good. Now 424 because in his last outing against Boston, he gave up seven runs on eight hits in six innings. So that was his worst start of the year. He also gave up six runs to the Yankees in a loss. So he's gettable at this point. The Cubs have faced him a bunch. Hasn't gone well. Ian Happ's seen him the most, and he's only one for 11. It was a single. Wilson, two hits and eight tries. Like, you know, it's not good. So, uh, there is your – there's your – it's only two games. Stupid as hell. No Friday game. Two games set. (laughs) No Friday game. I mean, I don't know. Weird. Yeah, I don't get it. Who do the the Red Sox play for their – is it the Phillies? Uh, uh, the their, Atlanta Braves for their rival. Yeah, it was Boston Atlanta. Oh, okay. Because it used to be the Boston Braves. Oh, yeah, man. if you actually, Danny, if you listened to the last ba- uh, baseball rabbit hole, you would have known that. I did not hear that one yet. Yeah, see. But, um, I know. I need to write it's been said a million times. It's just like interleague play was so precious. For a minute, when they first did it, and there was something fun about it, and they've completely ruined it, and I don't even get the point of it anymore, and these rivalry games are even worse than the interleague play. Especially now that there's no fucking difference between the two leagues! Like, what the fuck? Like, who gives a shit anymore? Like, it used to, at least, we could be like, well... The Cubs are going to get a fucking DH this week. Well, that, I mean, if what this is that the way like? they're going to go, how about everybody, everybody play each other equal times? Everybody oh, no, play that's each other next away. year. That's, that's coming. Well, that's year. happening no. next year. That's yeah. what they're going to do. It's going to be the fucking – it's going to be the NFL. Remember the NFL? They they locked up with the AFL. And then next thing you know, it's NFC, AFC, and nobody gives a shit. Nobody fucking cares in football. And pretty soon, next year, nobody's going to give a shit in baseball. Baseball I mean, ba- basketball does, thing going Basketball for still has divisions, and they don't matter. They don't mean anything. No, like, what divisions are the Bulls in? The East, I think. is. Are there three divisions? Are there I, two divisions? Nobody like, cares because it does the same in hockey. doesn't matter. It's like the best in each league go to the playoffs, and that's it. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. 
we're not calling the baseball playoffs playoffs anymore, Lyle. You you weren't in on this call. It's the it, now we're calling it the postseason tournament. The postseason right. tournament. It's little league now. We're not doing fucking big leagues. We're not doing fucking only the best get in. It's little league. Half the teams get to fucking go and play in a postseason tournament, and the other half. You know, get an extra weekend to go hang out with their fucking parents. And the other Michael, half, it's a participation trophy world, buddy. Yeah. And the other half had half their good players traded to those good teams to go into the postseason tournament. So, you know. So yeah. we got a new I, – so I wrote a, a – like a little bit of a note to the ranchers last night about like kind of <laughs> how we're going to do things from now on. Danny is too busy on his second podcast to be bothered to listen to anyone else's second podcast. Dude, I, 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 I binge watch cotton because the shows are short. <laughs> I like get in the whole thing. And I'm like, I'm going to go walk by the lake and listen to like five baseball rabbits. I build those up. You know what I mean? So, um, so anyway, I put out a calendar. It's subject to change. I'm dropping the link in the chat. You could subscribe to it and put it in your calendar. And um, it's just – it's on the site on sunranto.com slash live. And uh, kind of what we're going to do because, like, how we had to go late late tonight is because Michael's working at the library. Um, we're, we, I got a – dude, 10 years without a job. Fucking just get over it. <laughs> now, I'm going to make fun of the fact that you worked at the library from here on in on every single show. I mean, Michael, Dan- Danny dragged me back in here kicking and screaming, and he said, I promise we don't do two-hour shows anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hours later, That's I'm all like, we do. Sleep. That was Billy DeVore. <laughs> that was Billy DeVore's fault. Uh, but- oh, my God. Lyle, I, I have to say, I don't, I don't know how many of these shows you plan to do, but I'm happier on this one. I, well, I'll tell I you, really enjoy having you back. Uh, yeah, you'll, no, you'll see me a lot. Yeah, and it's about <laughs> – it comes down – so that's why we moved when we could our Sundays to Mondays so that Lyle could do them. Um, and then, you know, maybe the only reason you could do tonight is because you have COVID and they're stuck at home. <laughs> like I do. So, so that's, uh, but you know, we're just going to keep it uh, in contact and stuff like that. In addition to that, we're, I've talked to a lot of other people. I've talked to Enfield Fly Girl, who's been on the show. I've talked to Luis Medina, who's been on the show before. I've talked to, uh, Got a couple other people. Uh, Joe Kilgallen, who's been on the show. So we're going to kind of have like a rotating chair for the other gigs. And Crawley will be part of that, too. No, 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 no. He was fired. That's that's my chair. He's gone. He's <laughs> gone. Steep. So, uh, and then speaking of Crawley, his first show uh, dropped today. So I'm going to drop a link for that in the chat. If you got time, check it out. He's got, uh, forget who the guy he's doing with. He's somebody who works from the Mullion Hall show. And uh, our next show will be this Sunday at 7 p.m. Um, you guys are going to love this. Eric Wheelow is going to come on. Everybody loves Eric Wheelow, our Brewers uh, fan friend, who, um, I mean, they're in first place, and he's going to come out and gloat. You know, people hate Wheelow. Uh, they love Johnny. I'm not sure where Billy fits in. We'll have to, we'll have to, you know, pull listeners here a little bit where Billy fits into that mix. Yeah, we'll have to do a, uh, a, a, a contest. Well, between them, a popularity right. contest. Popularity have- contest of all of our, we need to find Maybe, a how about more of a pageant? <laughs> there you go. That's what I mean. <laughs> like a swimsuit part. Yeah. yeah oh, we yes. want to see them with sing. their shirt off. Yeah. We want them to tell us something smart. We want them to. Sounds like an off season episode oh, oh yeah. my god i can't wait for that one yeah. 
So uh, the other thing is, it is the end of the month, and uh, that means that the Amazon uh, contest will be coming up. You could you could win Bleacher Bum Band shot glasses. I believe that's what I was giving away. Yeah, on my my eye went directly to the Orange Peeler Tools Plastic Orange Peeler Citrus Remover. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot on, of words. Yeah, well, shit on uh, is Amazon's name crazy. So if you want to join, you still have, what, five more days of May that you can buy stuff at Amazon through our links at sunrancher.com slash Amazon. And, um, yeah, good luck to all of you. Um, I, I saw that uh, people buy an iced tea. Uh, uh, a Rubbermaid uh, refrigerator freezer cooler fridge. Getting ready for summer. Um, so good luck, uh, good luck, everybody. And Do you know uh, how to use the the uh, link on the app. On uh, what app? Uh, you got to go to sunranto.com. I, I don't know if it works through the app. I think we just have to use computers. Yeah, yeah oh, uh, I think it might work. Oh it, no, it no, 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 actually. I will tell you how to do this because this is how Emily does it. And she just explained. I'm going to need a tutorial because I probably spent $100,000 at Amazon last year and I could never make the fucking thing work. (laughs) Yeah. She explained it to me. You go on the app, you put it all into your your cart. And then you go. And then you go onto the computer real quick. You go through the You lost me there. Sounds like (laughs) work. Well, you can log in on Safari on your phone. Like and do it out, go out that way. I mean, we need to, we need to get, we need to figure out how to make this work on the app. Yeah, we do, dude. That's our billion dollar idea. I know. Well, no, there's literally we've made eleven dollars this month, so it's not really a, a million dollar idea, but it is an eleven dollar idea. Yeah, <laughs> Unless well, you get a, a million more people doing it. I mean, I, I would then, say then, then, then in the maybe. restaurant alone, I probably spend thousand dollars a month at Amazon. I mean, I could probably, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a ten, real that's, money. It's a good ten bucks right there for us. Yep, one <laughs> percent. So, um, all right, TFCs. I got two, so I'll just give one real quick. Uh, this is about the Marcus Stroman event that is taking place tomorrow. Uh, Club for Club Four Hundred. I don't think you can get in at this point. Maybe if you. Call Crawley or something. Oh, like that. Actually, uh, a spots just opened up because Danny has. Because I'm not going. Well, I wasn't going to pay. I was going to perform. <laughs> so uh, this was shared out by Club 400. Thing for your dinner. There's, uh, that's all I do. The the, the uh, tickets that that were available, they were being sold by uh, Club 400 on Twitter, and then somebody, uh, professional cornholer or Southern six nine 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 zero six two nine said. Chickens available to meet Mr. Mediocre, who makes seventy million but can't win a game. A game? Yes, he said chickens instead of tickets. <laughs> oh, I was seriously so confused yeah, about too, that. Like, just chickens. I realized that it autocorrected <laughs> tickets to chickens, and I was like, "So how, how is this guy regularly <laughs> tweeting the word chickens that it just knows to you know?" What's his thing? What's well, he's professional court holder. And oh, he's got, there you go. And he's got he, he buys more chickens than tickets. I believe he does. Now what he does he's is been, he's chickens. been cornholing chickens. That's all. <laughs> oh professionally. Yeah. So you got one? Yeah, I got one here. Uh and this is actually a lot of what we talked about tonight. Um this uh, this was a discussion about Caleb Killian comes up and why he can't and all this stuff. And uh, the palm tree quote 
this is on Reddit. So he sort of quotes this, not sure what there is to lose. And he says, literally another player. If Killian is added to the 40 man, someone gets DFA'd. And Ammonistes says, so nothing. The perks of having a roster full of trip or quadruple A players. Yeah, exactly. So That's it, the thing. Yeah. It's like you're loaded up on these dudes that are okay. Yeah, so but- if you bring up Caleb, Caleb Killian, who gives a shit who we yeah. lose? Nobody fucking cares. You won't even notice at the end of the year. Well, they're not gonna. I had written that down as something we were going to talk about, and then it never fucking happened. All right, here's my last one. Uh, this uh, Ben Shapiro, the uh, con- uh, the conservative <laughs> right wing, um, controversial. Uh, I don't know what does he do for a living. Pundit. He's a twat. He's a twat. A professional twat. He's a professional punch taker, I believe. But I did enjoy this, and it is relevant to the theme that we face next. He tweeted out, "I'm a diehard Shy Sox fan," which I was like, "Ha ha, fucking Sox!" And I love watching Tim Anderson play. Also, if you say in Sports Illustrated, I kind of feel like today's Jackie Robinson, and then someone mocks you by calling you Jackie, correctly pointing out that you are not Jackie Robinson, that's not racist. Well, guess what? Anything you say pretty much is is racist, Ben Shapiro. So just by you saying it proves the point that everybody that is on Tim Anderson's side and against you is correct. I mean, just because nobody's paying attention to Ben Shapiro, nobody fucking picked up on the fact that he said, I'm today's David Duke. Yeah. And nobody gives a shit. <laughs> right. Ben, okay, ben Shapiro is also the guy who's told on himself multiple times on Twitter by saying it's unnatural for women's vaginas to get wet. And also that he said, <laughs> when my, my child was so upset when she ran into my wife's bedroom, I was like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh my god so he's a fucking yeah he's the worst person pretty much ever um all right hashtag chance in the chat we're gonna give away a postcard i'm going to share my screen and we're gonna take a look at it um there are usually more than f- it says there's 14 entries but that's drops. he's like we're doing another thing <laughs> this is, no this this is the end <laughs> I was praying for somebody to win, Michael. I was praying for somebody to win. Here it goes. Ding, 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 Oh, and it's little Everett. Yoakam third. Again, congratulations, little Everett. With this, I don't feel like this is random anymore because it's it's the same like Five people every single time. More people got to play is the key. We need more people, and they. The problem <laughs> that's, is they, that's you want you want you want gun control. More people just need guns. More, more guns. You want <laughs> Bitcoin to go up. More people need to buy Bitcoin. You want Facebook to be better. We just need more people on Facebook. On Facebook. So, uh, Lyle's been a great having you back. Oh, I don't know when the next one that we scheduled for. Uh, um, I might be able to do Sunday. All right. All right, well then, Sunday. <laughs> love love yeah, having yeah. you back, buddy. It's 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 been fun. I and um, so there's your show, I guess. That's uh, that's how we do it around here. Let's play a little. Rob Manford hates baseball because we're getting a two game series. Makes no sense. So, spagog, y'all. Spagog. Spagog. Rob Manfred likes opening days in winter. 
Likes baseball games that don't go on too long. Rob Manfred likes more offense from the hitter. Likes juicing up the ball and hitting dogs. Intentional walks with just a finger. And old umpires are always blowing calls. Likes the National League DH, but one thing Manfred hates. Rob Manfred hates baseball. Rob Manfred likes a pitch clock for the pitches. Lessening the ball, dragging forward stitches And half the team's making the playoffs Rob Manfred likes pitchers who face three batters And not paying minor leaguers at all Like the catch so block the plate But one thing Manfred hates Rob Manfred hates baseball Houston Astros cheat. He likes how ticket prices keep the fans out. And Xing teams out of the minor leagues. Rob Manfred's gonna bring us world out of pies. To tell CB Buckner that he's been wrong. He likes putting money in the bank. But one thing Manfred hates. Rob Manfred hates baseball. Let's punch it in the face. Rob Manfred hates baseball. He's one guy to thank. Rob We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash match. Just go to indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? 
Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. 